Hey, KFC Radio listeners, you can find every episode of KFC Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Listen up, we've got some tea, and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team, and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it, because as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and Hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend, and all their customers were like, hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days, and then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. I'd have it wrapped up. (laughs) He's tapping out. (laughs) Like, nah, dude, once it's out, mama. Once it's out, I turn back into a pumpkin. (laughs) Are you ready for It's another edition of KFC Radio on the Barstool Sports Network. It is Super Bowl edition. Uh, this Arizona. Is Arizona. This is our eighth Super Bowl. Oh, I wouldn't even have a guess. I would have guessed five, though. You mean you've been to more I've than me. I've been to more than you. But, but have you, though, actually? Maybe not. Because I, I remember uh, they, they the Patriots have been to more than me, Patriots fans. Because I remember guys, Dave and Hank, went down to... Yeah, those guys have been to like a thousand. Pat Seattle. I, I started going... Houston might have been my first one. Yeah, so your we're first probably one? the same one. So, same. so what's that, 2014? Yeah, but we skipped two. Right. Because of like COVID and COVID. shit. So like six? Six. It's called six. Six. Yeah. And usually it's funny. So Miami was obviously dope. But other than that, it was like Houston, Indy... Minnesota. No, Indy, you went alone. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, that was a wild story. I'll tell that in a second. <laughs> it, but all the places we've gone: Houston, Atlanta, Atlanta. Minnesota, Miami. This was I, this might be our fifth. Yeah, I don't know what happened in between those other ones. No, because it wasn't fourteen. It was like sixteen. Was Houston fifteen? I think. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, is this your guys' first Super Bowl? Yeah. So this is the gang's mm-hmm. first uh, Super Bowl trip. The um, People at Barstool were like, only you and John can go. And I was like, no, absolutely fucking not. Uh, we don't know how to do any of this shit. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was just us? Look at this. We wouldn't do shows this Fucking week. ridiculous. <laughs> and they were like, okay, then only Nick can come. And I was like, no, the whole team is coming. They were like, okay, Nick and Jackie can go. And I was like, no, the whole team is going. They were like, okay, Nick, Jackie, and Pavs can go. I was like, yes. <laughs> we got there. We got there. <laughs> we got there. It makes me wonder how many things, and this applies to not to everybody in the world, but a lot of people. Like, this job is obviously unique, but it's like they tell they tell us things, and then I was just like, no, we're doing the opposite of that. And they were like, okay. <laughs> and it makes you wonder how many things they just, like, cross their fingers and hope you say you, you agree to. Yeah. You know? So, like, whatever your Dude, job that's is like, in it's life. It's like 
everything. Everything. Like yeah. like just expenses and, and things you can and can't do. And like driving sober? I'm like, no. <laughs> that I like better. I, I was thinking about impl- the world of employment. I like expanding it to just life in general. Yeah, yeah. everything's a suggestion. Everything, like, no, no, I'm not doing that. No, dude. I, I, I often think about the because, like, I, I we talked about this before. Actually, when you think of like, like when I was growing up. Like like when I was probably like eighteen, seventeen, when I started going to bars, seventeen to like twenty five, like it went like Marines, Green Berets, Navy, Air Force, whatever, and then right below them was bouncers. Like yeah. bouncers were oh, yeah, cops. Yeah, yeah. The, like now a bouncer tells me anything, I'm like, like I'm a polite gentleman, so I'm, I'm right. I will, you know, I'm not gonna be. A but dickhead you're basically to like, go fuck yourself. But I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I don't yeah, do that. Like, what do you, dude, what do you, just what so many things. Like like you gotta you gotta think about. When you genuinely don't care about something and you're like, no, no, I'm not doing that. You know, like you're, you're so confidently or yes, I'm doing this, yeah. whatever it is. When you really don't give a fuck, you're just like, I don't care who you are or what you say. So I'm going to do what I want. You should just do that with life. Yeah. yeah. And definitely do it at work because what you realize, what you realize eventually is that everybody is, is faking it. And everybody is acting like they're more important than they are. Yeah. And then when they get called out on it, they're just like, oh, shit. Okay, fuck. Sorry. Dude, I, I actually so saw... So just fucking... I, I, the amount of people who get like... And, and, and everyone's guilty of it. I'm not saying like, you know, uh, nobody's uh, immune to it. But like, you're afraid of your boss or you're afraid of your superior or you don't want to ask for the raise or the promotion or... Do whatever, you know, like just fucking do it or say it. And they're probably just going to go like, okay, fuck. <laughs> well, I don't want to fight about it either. Yeah, exactly. So like, oh. I was hoping my higher position would take care of this situation. Some, they just kick the seems can. like it's not going to. just kick the can down the road. Or, or they're like, well, I've been getting away. This guy's been like agreeing to everything I said for like 10 years straight. <laughs> so it was a good run. Yeah. And yeah, I guess you can do whatever you want now. Dude, I, I was thinking of... Uh, story my uncle was like like in the summer he was he actually had like the best setup ever he's told me this story before where he would be a lifeguard on horse neck beach massachusetts and like again a position of power and yeah 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 yeah. and he would be like he'd be like dude i would just fucking take beers all day where like he's like a car would roll into the parking lot with a cool, oh, like cool, steal them from kids? cooler for beer full of or beers people, yeah. like he was the same age as everyone right but right, it was right. like he's like look give me six and you can we'll call it that. i don't fucking care he's like i do all that he's like, and then i'd go to my next job where he was a security guard at fucking um i think it was called great woods at the time the xfinity center or whatever yeah the sure. comcast center has been a bunch of things but um in mansfield and and he's like and I was a security guard there and I would just sit on the hood of my trunk and drink beers and like and I he's like and in both places I was a respected person yeah <laughs> he said he said when like, he's like a feared person yeah. almost you know like that's actually a great that's a great one fucking lifeguards at the beach people will be like dude 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 we got to get in between the the flags why because that guy with a whistle said so like that like that guy is some sort of fucking professional like ocean marine biologist who's like that kid is 16 hung over and just like 
right. Get in between the red flags. That way I can reach you if you start drowning. Otherwise, you're too far away. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. There's just so many people in life that you should just say, no, I'm doing it my way. It's fucking it's people in your family, your parents. For so long, you, you just do what your parents tell you. Eventually, you just be like, no, bitch. Yeah, dude, I, I, I remember, and like I obviously learned that no was a valuable word for me at a young age. Uh, <laughs> Clearly. When, when I got to Mondays. Yeah. But I remember, I was much older this time, but when I, I was like sitting in the dark, I might have been drinking a beer, so I was in that beer range. I was probably like, you know, 18, you can kind of start having a beer on the holidays. Yeah. I was probably like maybe 18 to 22, something like that, and I was sitting like in the Darkish, not pitch black, but like you know, like lights were out and it was getting ready for Christmas Eve mass. And uh, my family just yelled in, up to the living room, like, "John Henry, time to go to mass." As when, great one, no. no. <laughs> and I'm you said going. it like that, like a, like 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 if you could see yourself in the mirror, you were like, mm, "No, no." It's Costanza. <laughs> yeah, I and didn't like, know. All right, we'll see you at the house late. Like it was like, I want to see you at your aunt's house later. For and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like then it's like taking the red pill in the matrix or whichever pill it's like the world just changes all of a sudden where you're like i'm gonna do this for everything now that's that is a fucking great one everybody say no to christmas and easter mass now i want everybody i want all of the chicken heads to go atheist and just say don't think no. i'm doing it and you know what do it with your fucking husband and wife too like we're hey we got to go to the uh uh, you know, your cousin's friend's baby's christening. No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? I mean, I'm not going. Uh-huh. Just, I don't just... know those people, and I don't give a fuck about their baby. Oh, and by the way, I hate the Catholic Church. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> and then what? And then you get a divorce, but whatever, you know? Like, then, then you say... Yes, <laughs> I want to get a divorce. Yes, but the 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 lesson here today is uh, just do what whatever you want because because whatever you think is probably stopping whatever you think is stopping you probably isn't. That's the lesson, kids. Are you guys like well, jacked up for this? Like for this? Is this is a big deal for you guys. I was pumped. I, yeah. I've been to one Super Bowl when I was like. Eight but it's different. Really like go, we don't even go to the game. Yeah. I, every year, I tell people I'm going to the Super Bowl, and then they're like, "Wow, what's it like?" I'm like, "Oh no, I leave on Saturday." <laughs> and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Oh, I don't." I to be honest, I have no interest. I went, so I went to the Super Bowl. I went. Uh, the only thing that could top this would be a Jets Super Bowl. I went to Giants Pats round two, and um, I mean, I've told this before, but it's probably been many years since I've told it. So even if you have heard it, it's been a long time. I was, uh, what year was that, 2012? 12, 13? Like Round 12 two, season. yeah. It was 07 and 11 were the, the team. So it would probably have been February 2012. 2012. So, um, I believe so. At that point, the bar out in Montauk, the Sloppy Tuna, had opened up that summer prior. And they were making waves because they were, at this point, Montauk was still like, Low key surfer town, a little bit of partying. Now it's like Sloppy Tuna got replaced last year. Yeah, with like so, a joke. So Sloppy Tuna came in, and they and others, but I think Sloppy really like brought the fucking party vibe. And this guy who owned it was like a real Wall Street shyster, like like. Shysters up there with words that sound racist that aren't. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like the other one that you know. Like, Wait, what's the other one? Shy. There's, there's, there's oh shy. yes, yeah, okay. Maybe yeah. that's why. Maybe that's that's why, why you're thinking yeah. it. Yeah. Um, 
he was he was like I think he was like one one rung above Madoff, like really grimy dude. I think he actually actually I know he bought Bernie Madoff's house slippers at his like estate sale. He went to Shilling Road with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Which is I was like this is this is something like. That's your, he's like your idol. <laughs> so this dude, he came in hot for the summer. He's the guy. He flew me out to Sloppy Tuna on a helicopter with me and six of my friends. He gave us one of every single thing on the menu. We partied there. He took us out on his boat all day. We partied at Sloppy Tuna in the evening. We did the um, – did you ever do the um, goldfish races? I have not done that one. No. Dude, goldfish races are awesome. It's one of the most fun gambling things you can do. They have these tubes – that all like mix and match, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have like five of them, and you drop a fucking goldfish in, and whichever one gets to the end <laughs> is the winner. And people could bet and stuff, and it's like you feel like you're uh, like Frank Reynolds in an underground like Vietnamese gambling <laughs> ring. You're screaming at goldfish and tubes. You're banging on the little it's, thing. It's, it's almost like marble racing, kind of. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that same dude, and he was paying me well. This was back when like we were making bar money on the side. So he was like up, you know, he was making a rain just to post on the website. And I was like, this is amazing. Anyway, he then hits me up for Super Bowl, and he was like, in the summer. Sorry, he- sorry to interrupt real quick. Yeah. What was the what demographics did you bring for your friends? Because you saw, I heard you like going on the boat and all that stuff. What what were we going? You and five bros. I brought on? Caitlin. Okay. Uh, and then four dudes. Four dudes? Yeah. Like four of my closest guys. Yeah. We got in a fight that night. (laughs) Literally can't win. Um, (laughs) I remember being like, are you fucking kidding? We're fighting tonight? It's like, we just got off a helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyway, this guy says, I'm taking you to the Super Bowl. Like, he told me that in the summer. And I was like, all right, I don't know, whatever, man. Uh, Super Bowl rolls around. He takes us on a fucking, not like when I say a private plane, I don't mean like a private jet. It was a fucking plane that he rented out private. Like one, it held, it held like two hundred people. Oh, he got like had, a seven forty seven. It had rows of That's seats. That's weird. And it was like a bunch of ball, uh, a bunch of Wall Street people. Oh, but he filled them all up. Not all, but a lot. Oh, okay. He probably took like a. I want to say, I mean, maybe this doesn't make sense. Like, like, I don't know if he got everyone a ticket or what. Maybe he, like, they all sort of had their own tickets and he flew them. I don't know. But I think it was, like, 100 people. Because I remember the fucking, so, so, man, these two guys, what do we, I, uh, I had to make up a nickname for them when I was telling the story back in the day. I think I went with, like, Patty and, uh, Patty O'Shamus. It was, Patty, it was, these two Irish brothers were on the plane. And they got rocked. And uh, we were flying out that day. It was like flying to Indianapolis, flying back that night. We're getting on a fucking like 747 uh, with like no rules. And uh, they were so hammered on the plane before we even took off. And he was yelling at the stewardess. I remember him going like, yeah, why don't you? See, the stewardess said something like, shut up. Or like, Oh, the stewardess said, shut your clam. And and he said, "How about you open yours?" <laughs> and, That's a good response. And, uh, <laughs> and, and and was like, these guys were blacked out before we even took off. And I'll never forget the stewardess because they like hired like a you know pilot staff and everything for this fucking plane. Got on like the little 
phone thing and was like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. Contrary to popular popular belief, this is an airplane, and rules still do, still do exist. Because like everyone was just like, we're doing whatever we want. Yeah, yeah. So we fly there. We get in a suite. We watch the fucking Giants beat the Patriots again. I was going like bananas as if like I was a full-blown Giants fan. And then we hop on that plane back, and that was like Con Air. I can't. Going home from that. That night, I was like, I was like scared. I was almost like, we should maybe just like get our own, like a little Dude, hotel. That's get one a, of those I would definitely, I, I'd want to stay for the party and for the, all that. And I'd be like, but also I'm a little fucking terrified about what's going on in that. <laughs> for like, fucking real. Dude, like, like the only reason like the people on like the White House Cowboys survived is because they were professional football players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have that kind of bu- the build to survive a fucking drunken oh, no. flight home I, from I will say game. that it was, I think when we were boarding, it was like, I think people were missing the flight. And like they're running down the runway, I remember like because was you know was you don't you go on like one of like those fake terminals, World you know? War Z style. Yeah, like, but then get it in the air! <laughs> <laughs> it was like fucking when we pulled out of Afghanistan, people were hanging on to the fucking plane, and everybody was like rowdy and wild, and the stewardesses were like scared for their lives, and then the whole plane crashed. Yeah, was, oh, like yeah. the people on it crashed. And it was like, <laughs> that was the only Super Bowl I went to outside of Barstool. Every other time I've gone to the the week and then never the actual game, um, but it, I I just like this is one thing I feel like an asshole about. Like I totally take this week for granted for sure. I was like this is like just almost a nuisance. I'm like oh I gotta plan this. Oh we just got back in Amsterdam. I gotta do this. I gotta fly out there. And then I'm thinking like we I hear that we have a house with fucking field goal uprights and a basketball court and a pickleball court, mini golf, pool table, mini golf. I'm like holy shit, man. Maybe I guess it's time to remember that this is pretty cool. This is this is pretty cool. So you're here Saturday, right? I know you can't stay. I the, the only thing yeah. I would recommend for, as someone who's done the full weekends, the wheels up party is sick, but it's not like it's sick people watching. It's sick. wait, what's that? What? It's like like one of the like private parties that like are big. On oh, six. wheels up like the company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I thought yeah, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, like yeah. Saturday afternoon. Um, at least that's when it was the one time I went. But like. It There's was, just so many stars, dude. It was like I, I went with my brother and my dad that year. That yes, we were here, and I would just keep I, whispering to Benny. I'd be like, I'd be like, yo, turn around, turn around, and then he turn around. He'd be like he would like hit Steve Smith in the head. Like, yeah, and it was like everywhere. You know, like uh, not not Gronk because they were playing, but like the Gronkowskis and actually no Gronk. No, yeah, Gronk was playing that game. The Gronkowskis were there, but it's just like everywhere you look is like a celebrity. I celebrity. remember you. I remember thinking you. Repaid your father. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember thinking this because, like, I I think about like trying to repay your parents for like literally money and time and effort and being an asshole for all these years, and it's almost impossible unless you can give them like a boatload of money. But you took your dad to the Super Bowl. The Pats won. Well, he paid for it. Oh no! But you got him into like the I, parties. I, I and got shit, the, right? I got the tickets. Right. I got the right, up right. You tickets. got the up, So he paid for it. But then, but then it wasn't was there that also... was the most that was so embarrassing because it was still like this was like five years ago, right? And like I mean, like, honestly, now I could do it now. But but it was like I called so like I, I call. I'm friendly with the crafts as we, like all of us are, and Dan helped me out. I was like, do you have Dan any, Kraft? Yeah, yeah. Like, do you have any tickets? And he's like, I got you. And he goes, I'm gonna put you on the, my assistant. She'll take care of it. Fuck yes, so sick. And yeah, like, um, I got the hookup, man. And, and then I was like, I was like, like what's like, your credit card John number? Fidelberg plus two. <laughs> and she was like, it was like, I forget what face value were, but let's call them like 
let's say it was seven grand. Yeah, it was like it was thousands each, right? Whatever. Yeah, I want to say it was that because I think I remember it was like twenty one grand. It was like seven grand per. Yeah, and it was like, what's your credit card, motherfucker? <laughs> I have a debit card. <laughs> I don't know. My, I got a Red Bank of America card, and I and I played it so cool. I was like, you know what? I'm sorry, can I just? I'll call you back in like ten minutes. I just gotta, I gotta go, I gotta go find the car. I don't want to waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Played it cool. She was like, okay, broke bitch. Yeah, but I don't think she, she was like, hey, Dan, boys. you know that guy you want me to hook up? He's broke. <laughs> <laughs> but it was luckily my dad has my same name. So uh, I called. John Feidelberg. Middle initial doesn't matter. Don't, don't ask. But didn't mm. wasn't there like um But then yeah, we got him into the parties and stuff like that. And, and I then, think there was someone at the party that like It was me and the Gronks were shirtless wrestling. Yeah. And and like one of someone someone at the party with us was like he was just watching, beaming ear to ear. Yeah. Just, like you and the Gronks wrestled. We yes. were the only people on the dance floor, the chain smokers. <laughs> and it was just me and like four shirtless dudes wrestling each <laughs> other. That's your dream. That's your dream. It's the, it's the Pats. Yeah, yeah, it's the Super Bowl. I'm, you're with your family. You're drunk and you're wrestling. That's that's like if you when you die and go to heaven, it's just that on a loop, bro. While like Olympus has fallen is in the background. That is that's a dream come true. True, man. Listen up, we've got some tea and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it because as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend and all their customers were like, hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days. And then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. I'm going to try and use a segue so we can, we can come back if we have more to say. Do you have more to say? Okay. So. I got... This is just speaking of family. I just got such an all-time text uh, from my grandfather today. Dude, so I forget that you have grandparents. <laughs> I got one. I got one, one, yeah. And so he texts me. Is and this Polly's dad or no? My, my dad's dad. Yeah, dad's dad. Yeah. yeah. And um, so he texts me. And uh, I call him Papa Joe. It's my grandfather, Papa Joe. And so he texts me a picture of Papa Joe Corner. And it's like a street sign kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey. You know, one of my cousins found this picture, found this street sign today. Just like funny. Yeah, who you got in the Super Bowl, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I for, I forget. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm heading to the Super Bowl right now. Uh, hard to bet against Mahomes, whatever. And he and he then he gives me the etymology of the name Papa Joe. Okay, oh, what I've called him my whole life. And he's like, and I'm the I'm the oldest of the grandchildren on that side, on both sides, I think. Um, and he goes, uh, you know. I remember when you were born, and your mother asked me what I'd like to be called. Yeah. yeah. And I said, Joe. <laughs> and she said, well, that's insane. <laughs> so you're going to go Papa Joe. But I was like, so I even called my mom. I was like. I mean, his name is Joe. His name is Joe. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he, so he just wanted his grandkids to call him Joe. I was like, I was like can you imagine if I was a two-year-old being like, what's up, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, imagine if I was five years old. Dude, my, my, my kids. 100% do not know my grandparents, my parents' name. 
like like their like, first names? Yeah. Like, oh, hundred percent. No way. No way. No way. I'll tell I, you. I, I don't. My one of my grandmothers died when she was when I was like three or four. You don't know. I don't. I, I mean, she's Mem, but I don't. Margaret. I think it's Margaret. That's um, a good shot. Yeah. <laughs> Back then, you could be like Margaret or Agnes. Like, there's a good chance. <laughs> Um, no, it's Joe. Pauline. It's Pauline. It's my mom's name. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, no, it's not right. What, what's Pauline? What's 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 Pol- Polly's real name? Polly's name is Pauline, I think. Paula, 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 Paula is my mom's name. No, but what was Geraldine? Geraldine. Oh, yeah, Geraldine. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. My mom's name is Geraldine. So that's probably what. But also, it's Paula. Also, it's Polly. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking about like what? What if I was like a kid and I was like hanging out at my friend's house? And my grandfather came to pick me up. And I was like, I was like, don't worry, Joe's coming. I get me. It, Joe's coming. <laughs> like, what up, Joe? This old man pulls in the driveway. Like, who's that? Like, no, it's Joe. Joe. Be cool. It's Joe. He's like, he lives down the street from me in this fucking big house. Like, we mean that would get so complicated. Like when, like when, when teachers would like, you know what I mean? They'd be like, is that your grandpa? I'm like, that's Joe. I, mean, that's, I don't know. Like, like, that's just what, a what random a man who takes Joe. care. What are you, an idiot? <laughs> like, I'm the kid here. I know that's he, fucking he, Joe. He just didn't get it, or that's what he wanted. He was oh, like, he's a very Prim and proper man. Got it. Like, got it. He probably wanted me to call, call him me Mr. Feilberg, yeah. if I'm being honest. <laughs> Dude, I randomly, my, my dad's dad, we called Grandpa Clancy. Yeah, but that makes sense. It's kind of weird to have your last name it's in it. It's a little, you went full time, full full tilt all the time? Um, I guess, we, I, I only saw him, like, very, very sparingly, so I guess when we did see him, I wouldn't say, I would be like, like, if he was... Uh, across the way, I'd be like, hey, Grandpa Clancy. But if I was talking to him, I'd be like, hey, Grandpa, what's, you know, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It's like, sometimes I would say it, sometimes I wouldn't. Um, but that was kind of weird. I want to know weird. So after I reply to that text from Papa Joe, he hits me with this one. Your grandma moved to her new life seven years ago today. <laughs> My grandma died seven years ago. <laughs> moved to her new life. It took me a while to even figure out. I actually Googled her obituary. I was like, February 6th. Okay, okay. that's what he meant. Death day, yeah. yeah. Were you like, uh, oh, like buddy. condolences? Dude, I, am the, I am the fucking Joe. This is all not going on social. <laughs> but I am the king of like knowing how to talk to people. Um, like, like, like give them what they want. I just give people what yeah, they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And um, this is right after Ashton Kutcher. So I just had a big interview and was very nervous before. Ended up going great. No doubt that was helping. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's what he wanted to hear for sure. Wait, is Ashton Kutcher on this one? Yeah. Dude, Ashton Kutcher's on this episode. And let me tell you, take all of those lists of sexiest man alive or like who would you switch lives with? Coolest guys, hottest guys, top 10 Hollywood celebs. Take all those lists, throw them in the fucking garbage, make new lists with Ashton Kutcher number one, and don't even bother with a number two. It is. That's how fucking cool Ashton Kutcher was. And I, I, I'm, this is not prisoner of the moment. This is not recency bias. He is genuinely my number one, probably now and forever. He, he was. I cannot think of anyone who's going to top it. 
He was, and, and the only reason we don't think of him as like a number one is is of his own doing. Like because he, he intentionally doesn't. That's like, why he's, not, he's number one. Right, exactly. Like he 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 would one hundred percent be at the top of every list if he wanted to live that lifestyle. He won a fucking modeling contest. That's how he got into like the business. They were just like, yeah, you, you're now the face of Calvin Dude, Klein. I actually, and he went on his first audition, and they were like, yeah, you're on that 70s show. Like he is. He just tweeted at you. What did he say? He said, at 8.55, it's 8.55. You guys are a blast. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Be still, my heart. I'm a little wet. Dude, that made my fucking day. He was awesome, too. He was, like, talking shit and, uh, like, busting my balls. And if he wanted to just be, like, the Hollywood himbo, mimbo, like, he could have been. He could have just gone that route. And instead, he's a fucking... Uh, biochemical engineer, and he's fighting human trafficking. Like, like all you know. Yes, he's handsome and like cool cat, but also like does amazing things with his life that he was given. I always knew he was makes smart. money. Like, like all I of knew it. he was a smart investor. I didn't know he he kind of gives us like his trajectory here. I didn't realize it was like I was a biochemist. Yeah, I think, and I thought and, it was just like he, a guy who was rich who knew how to spend his money. He glossed over it, but he has a fraternal twin. Who has like a who had a uh, a terminal heart disease, and needed a heart transplant, and he was like, "I'm gonna like go into this field so that no one else ever has to do this." And I we only had a half hour with him. Maybe God willing, if there's a second interview where we can dig into some uh, some more of it. According to his Wikipedia, I might go on a, on a limb and say Ashton Kutcher is the best Wikipedia of all time. I almost told him that. It's it's like, you know, some people's Wikipedia is like, they were in a movie, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. His is like thorough. He almost apparently, accordingly, did some John Q shit and was like, I'm going to, I'll give him my heart. Like, I'll kill myself and you can take his heart, which is fucking crazy. That is cr- particularly for a 13-year-old. Yeah, he was young at the time, which at is At least like that, that was the age he said. When yeah, he said. Uh, that, who knows if that's blown out of proportion or not real, according to Wikipedia. But anyway, the inner... Yeah, he was going to jump off a bridge, and his dad had to be like, no, dude. Um, but just, like, the most selfless, cool cat. I mean, who am I there. to correct a guy as smart as him? But if if someone wants your organs, if you want someone to have your organs. I don't not, think jumping not, off a bridge. Not the way to do it. No, imagine if it was just like, well, you ruined the heart, dude. Yeah. Now you're, now you're, now you're both dead. I mean, he again, he's a much smarter man than I. He might know what he was doing. Um, I think if you're, if you're in the Better game for it. someone else having your organs... It'd be it'd be best not to put him in a blender first. <laughs> so maybe not so smart, Mister Kutcher. Um, I hope we're laughing about that, Ashton. If you're yeah, listening, yeah, he's probably like you fucking assholes. Um, one thing that was is not on the interview. Um, when he left the building, he got mobbed by a bunch of fans, and we talk about it in the interview, kind of like celebrity life and what it's like dealing with the rise of TMZ and social media and stuff. He was on the phone, walks out of the building and like doesn't even break his conversation and just lets these people fucking like grab him, twist him, take a picture here, take a picture there. His manager's like yelling like, guys, come on, keep it moving, keep it moving. I, I stopped him at first. And I was like, do you want to like go out the back way? And they're like, no, 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 like we're used to this. I don't know how these people even found out that he was there. And it was actually like pretty fucking horrible. It was like, I can't believe that they keep their cool and they just like do that all the time. Well, do but you, it, sorry if you finish. But I, yeah, I mean, it was just like weird 
they were weird people who were very, very into it. And it was like, you've you changed my life, and like I love you, and it was all nice shit. But he's like clearly on the phone and trying to go somewhere, and they're like, I'm next, I'm next. And it was just like, this is fucking bizarre. <laughs> and that's Ashton Kutcher, who's got a low profile and keeps it like, you know, very under the radar. I can't imagine when you're like mobbed everywhere you go with that kind of shit. Well, that's why I'm glad you brought all that up because the um, there's some hullabaloo. I don't know how to say. It. I'm so sick of people are saying. So I don't know. There's a, there's some hullabaloo around the idea of that's LeBron. the scientific term. Yeah. <laughs> hullabaloo. LeBron said that you know he he there are parts of his life he regrets where he, he wishes he could go to get his his name written on a Starbucks cup. He could go shopping at Target. And, mm-hmm. and people are reading these quotes in type. I haven't seen him mm-hmm. say them. I don't know what tone he was saying them in. And frankly, I don't think it matters what tone he was saying them in. I completely understand what he's saying. He's totally from. entitled to feel that way. But, like, but people what are, are people's... Like, people, people are like, oh, like, poor billionaire, poor fucking sad rich guy. Bro, you can be both. Dick. Be, he's like, yeah. If, I can imagine if, Le, if you were like, LeBron, you can be living in your car again as a 15-year-old. Or you could be right. the billionaire. But okay, I'm going to be the billionaire. Yeah. But also, in a perfect world, I'd like to be able to like, fucking walk down the street. One How day. many fucking rich people have we seen end up dead or addicted or depressed or in jail? How many do we need before people realize that like it's not a cure-all? It's not the best thing in the world. It's not it, – you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, how, as, do we, how are we still – Thinking that like money, money fixes a lot of things, but like it doesn't mean that you're. And, and it's my well, it's my second favorite Kanye quote. Um, having money's not everything. Not having money. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the there the feeling. I think. I think. I thought you were going to ask me my first one. What, what's your first one? I love Hitler. Hitler. What? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got yeah. myself at least. That's all I'm in the game for. Kyle <laughs> Hitler. It's funny because it's fucking true, man. It's so wild that that all happened. Um, I, I think money, like the the hardest thing. I think the the biggest pressure in life is like worrying about money, and then when that's gone, like every, you know, you can open up other doors and. Like a lot of shit can change, but like that's that's really it, you know. Yeah. And I, I also think it's just, it's just like like well, yeah, we all no one's envious or no one, no one's sympathetic about LeBron's wealth, but you can understand his standing. I, I, yeah. Nate had a tweet about it. Was like, yo, Michael Jackson rented out a fucking mall and hired people to pretend to shop just to be just so to you could feel normal for a fucking day. Like, yeah, just so just to know what it's like to go grocery it's, shopping. It's not like, Look, no one's arguing that LeBron has no the hardest been... life of all time, but I do have some empathy for someone who just wishes they could go out in public one day. You know what would have been really cool? So if you don't know that story, Michael Jackson rented out a mall, specifically rented out a grocery store, though. Oh, was it a grocery store? I thought it was a full I, mall. I, no, I think, yeah, yeah. But I think, but like, so specifically within that is a grocery store portion of his day. Okay. And they're like pushing carts and they're pretending to shop and they're just not, they're fucking actors. And because he just wanted to know what it feels like. What if those actors like just behaved in a fucking ridiculous way, where it was like, like, "This is how it is." Yeah, <laughs> like like Michael Jackson. Like, did you know that like you have to throw your groceries like <laughs> through a fucking you know? What I mean? like, this guy doesn't know what it's like to shop, so let's just pretend this is what we do. Um. Uh. Anyway, the the I, what drives me crazy about people who who pull that card with the money, almost everybody 
can has experience I would hope or imagine has experience like I was young and had no money or I was dirt poor and now I'm making more money but like my life is not necessarily better yeah so just like extrapolate that that's how it goes how about this how about you got recognized by someone you didn't want to see in the store and now they're talking to you only 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 that's everybody second of your life (laughs) it's every person you see ever it's someone who's like hey i haven't seen you since high school how's things been right get the fuck now imagine that it's it's 10 of them at once (laughs) every second of your life asking for pictures and And, (laughs) and you can't imagine how that would be like bothersome or or like how about uh you have like an annoying family member who like takes money from you or bothers you or you have to take care of imagine everybody imagine (laughs) all like it's just it's not that far-fetched it's like yeah all right he has a bunch of nice shit but remember when you you know you got that big raise and now you make a lot more money but you have a lot more bills and all that shit like that's just just a bigger version of that i'm not i will not lose an ounce of sleep tonight for for lebron james i will not cry for lebron james I understand where he's coming from when he's like, I just wish I could go to a store one day. <laughs> I also remember when I was talking to Christian Yelich, um, like right after he got his big contract, and I was like, there's got to be part of you that's like, I'm good, man. Like, I made it now. Yeah. If nothing else goes right, like, whatever. And he's like, no, it's the opposite. Now I have to live up to this money. Nah, he's like, nah, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, the shift. Banning the shift. My boy Yelly's gonna be fucking back. But it's like you damn right, Kev. <laughs> you could hear it in his voice. No, no, this is where it gets hard. Hockey is on, and no matter the city, no matter the team, no matter the game. Whether it's face-off or penalty shots, regular season or playoffs, win or lose, no matter what happens, no matter where it happens, New Amsterdam Vodka is there. Um, so, all right, we got, we'll do some voicemails. We got, uh, I got a few. We got a few. Too. Yeah, we got a few things. We got, what, one other thing I was going to say is that this weekend, um, oh damn! I fucking accidentally closed it. So this weekend, I uh, I was out with getting a, uh, some beers with a friend on Friday night, and uh, we got texts from our other friends. We were like, "Hey, we're going to dinner with these older people who I know. Um, why don't you come meet us? Meet us?" And I said, "I'm not gonna crash. I'm with a high school buddy right now. I'm not gonna crash at dinner. Why don't you tell me when you're going to get drinks afterwards, and I'll we'll, we'll come meet you there." We'll come meet you for the nightcap. They said, dude, it's fucking, you're not crashing anything. We're just getting drinks. We're at the Hotel Chelsea. Like, we're just getting drinks. We're just chilling. Just swing by. I said, all right, I'll come. I walked into a 16-year-old girl's birthday party. And I was like, I was like, when I said I didn't want to crash dinner, also implied in that was I didn't want to crash a 16-year-old girl's birthday party. <laughs> I, and, and, bro, I, I, like, like we know, we know Ravi Patel. Mm. We know his friends who produce and write. We have a bunch of people now who are like in Hollywood who know this show. 
How is how is somebody not making a fucking show out of your goddamn life? <laughs> like in just the last like two weeks, you have three fucking new episodes. <laughs> oh, his cousin's friend is crashing and Amsterdam <laughs> trips. He's going to thirteen year old girls' birthday parties by accident. Like it's just fucking like season three episode. We're on, we're on season like ten episode three. Here we go, bro. But so and and I know I actually even know the girl whose birthday it was. So I actually did I did pop into the room to sing Happy Birthday to her because I do I do know. Like the I say older couple, but they're not an old people by any stretch of the imagination. They're just sixteen years old, older than me, give or take. Yeah. And uh, so at the hotel Chelsea, they do have this private room, which is where the, the girl's birthday was, and then there's a bar right next door, which is where the adults were. So I right. really wasn't crashing anything until they were like, "It's time to go sing Happy Birthday," and then we ended up staying in there a little bit longer. And I was with my buddy, and. And that's where a real moral crisis, moral quandary started to set in. I, I almost just need to preface this with, like, if you're a, a lawyer or somebody, like, this doesn't count, okay? This, this part this of the podcast, is, if you're in law enforcement bro, or I think this is child protective services, concern. like, this is JK, all right? <laughs> all right, all right. So you're two adult men at a 16-year-old girl's birthday party. And mind you, a couple of these girls like were stoolies and took pictures with them. Oh, my God. Heavens <laughs> to Betsy. <laughs> um, like, so we're standing there, and, and in my head, this, none of this was an outward conversation. No one would be foolish enough to say it out loud. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm I was just like, going to stare at the ceiling right now for this fucking segment. I, I, was, I was like, in my head, I was like, do I want them to think I'm ugly or hot? Because <laughs> of the two of us, there's one of us who's ugly and there's one of us who's hot, as, as far as the girls are concerned, right? Like, I'm like, which one do I want to be? <laughs> and I still don't know the answer. That's the moral quandary. My ego doesn't want your me ego, to be the ugly guy. <laughs> yes, your ego wants to be the hot dude. <laughs> what part of you would say, like, just like the moral part of you, like the I guess the I just don't want to be, I don't the, be the, lusted the after by children. Yeah, the responsible. <laughs> Call me a hero if you must, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's to say like it, No, I, no, I I think there's nothing wrong. Like if you ask the question like everywhere if I if you could like have a genie <laughs> snap your fingers, whatever you want to say, <laughs> every room you ever walk in, everybody will think you're hot. You'd be like, Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. yeah, right. And then it's like, well, you just walked into a second grade class. Yeah, right. <laughs> now like, what, bro? <laughs> you tell those kids to get their mind out of the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. way it's just funny that you you know if you really think about it there are times you don't want to be hot <laughs> well i, I don't want to be thought of like, as hot but i, I but you want to be the hot one foot with like it's actually 16 year old boys i wouldn't really care about their opinion but if i was like hanging out with like seven year old boys i'd be like i want these kids to think i'm cool <laughs> <laughs> so wait you don't care what the 16 year old like, so boys play think? sports all day I'm like yeah. all day guys all day. I just play sports and video games. I watch TV. I have the best. I have pockets full of candy all the time. <laughs> this kid's like, holy shit, he's got the best life ever. I'm like, you're goddamn right I do. Tell your parents I'm cool as shit. <laughs> you know ice cream? We love ice cream. We love ice cream. I eat it all the time. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> You know when your mom says no, I'm on my second point. <laughs> you really All do. I do is want to impress children. You really do live. You live a seven-year-old's dream life. Dude, a dream life. 
But that's specific. It's it's that. It's like stay up late, watch TV, <laughs> yeah, yeah. eat candy. Remember bedtime's not done. Me. I don't anymore. Don't I don't, I don't remember last. I couldn't tell you last time I had a bedtime. Guess what? I don't go to church on Christmas. I'm just done with it. I'm just done. With it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> wear whatever I want. Eat whatever I want. Do whatever I want. Dude, dude I wear hats for corn companies. <laughs> <laughs> Get dressed however I want. No one stops me. No it's Halloween. No I wear a costume every day of my life. No one, no one has so, stopped me in over 10 years, dude. I guess I can do whatever I want. Like, I'm going to be a blogger when I come like, No, hang on a second. <laughs> but if now, but if it was the 16-year-olds, you you don't care about their opinion or you think that they wouldn't well, think you're cool? Guys, 16-year-old boys are little shits. So they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be envious of my life. They wouldn't think it's cool, though. You fucking loser. You. Well, so I, I think, I think you want the sixteen-year-olds to think you're cool, and you're afraid that they wouldn't, and so you're saying, well, I don't they care definitively what you think. wouldn't. They definitely okay. Wouldn't. You got a fucking corn hat, you idiot. Go to church. <laughs> yeah, sixteen-year-olds now are so lame. It's like Twenty One Jump Street. It's like, you know, they'd be like, "What's your carbon footprint like?" Dude? <laughs> but that notion. Of whether or not you want it to be the hot one. I think it's a reasonable notion. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I've been wrong before. Probably happen again. At some point. I mean, here's the thing. You just don't... I don't want them to be lusting after me, like you said. Yeah. I also just don't want to be the ugly one. Yeah, exactly. I don't exactly. want a, I don't want a crew of 16-year-old girls no more than I want a crew of 30-year-old but girls, then, a, a, girl, a crew of 100-year-old women saying, that guy's fucking ugly. Because you never want to be the ugly one. Never. But also, that means you're sitting there and going, hope everyone doesn't think I'm ugly. Exactly. Which is, I hope you think hope that I'm everyone hot. in here thinks I'm That's hot. That's why everybody, you know, judging at home... <laughs> You're you're in, you're in the same boat with us. Yeah, you know? go go hang out by a middle school and then tell yeah, me how turn, you feel. Yeah. Walk a mile, walk a mile at the high school prom before before you judge me. Okay, Jackie, what would you do in in a boys' room? Uh, it's I I do think it's different with guys I and girls. It also kind of like reminds me like when I babysat like these two boys. I would feel so weird because I would like they would respond to me significantly more if I put on makeup. But then I was like, is it weird if I'm putting on makeup like for these like six and seven year old boys? <laughs> so then I would like was in like a so you got dolled up like it was morning. date night to what? go babysit. No, I wasn't getting up like date night, but I would be like, to catch a predator what? here. Why don't, you take a, <laughs> no. why don't you take a seat, Jackie? No, 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 that's not what I meant. So but, like, these kids, I would put on a push up bra. <laughs> no, I'm no, wearing a mini saying, skirt, like, and they would listen would, to me all night long. <laughs> shouldn't have come on. <laughs> Jackie learned the hit me baby one more time routine so the, so the kids would go to bed. Clear. It's like I'm talking about like a little bit of mascara just when I like made myself sure. like a bit yeah. But I wouldn't do it. And I yeah. wouldn't do it because it felt too creepy. And then they and then, and they, then would they would like be like, shut rebel. the fuck up, bitch. Like, <laughs> so so in that case, in this in the in a room full of sixteen year old boys, you would no, no, be, no, no. Want, 16 year old boy, 16 year old boys don't give a fuck about. 16 year old girls give a fuck about. I want them to think that I'm cool. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's right. That's what I was saying boys. with the opposite sex is easier. No, but you said you don't care about the 16 year old boys. No, I care about the 7 year old boys. <laughs> right. Right. <God>. But <laughs> Flip we don't have to be Flip as that. specific as we're being. We can say we can say the young boy. No, nah, never mind. There's really no nope, good that way to do it. That sounds creepier. Um by the way, your nose is like I I for so long I was like I don't see a difference, and I'm happy you're happy, but now I see the difference. Well, thank you. It's still yeah. swollen, but yeah. people are so mean swollen? about it on social media. Yeah. People are like, fuck them. Yeah, whatever. You're going to be but, mean about yeah. everything forever. Thank you very fuck much. Yeah. I appreciate that. No um, one would say it to your face like they would about your hands. 
Tanning? Yeah, look who yeah. you were in gloves. Yeah, I fucked up a little bit. I fucked up a little <laughs> bit. So I, I, I noticed I it when we were playing. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what the problem is, too? It is it's worse when you don't say it out loud. Like, it's worse what? that you were thinking that. Yeah, huh? like, well, I was looking. Face. I was yeah. saving it for being in front of cameras. Yeah, it's the, also the problem is when Jackie, uh, when her hands are tan, it's because they're fucking massive. Yeah, well, I so no, they're, cause, cause no, they're, not, they're these giant tan hand I'm, I'm paws. Glad you said that, you know? when, when, you, when we were playing, what is this game here? Uh, Ski ball. Shuffleboard. shuffleboard. Ski ball. We were playing shuffleboard. I thought she had on like like gloves. Uh, it was like, like Andre the Giant with the with the with the no, soda cans. Like fucking always sunny with the gloves. Uncle Jack, I was like, oh, I was like why is I was like, why is Jackie wearing gloves right now? <laughs> okay, I specifically tanned them so that they would look smaller because you guys are so oh, mean about my. No, now Let me they tell just... you something that happened. We call that uh, uh, backfire. backfire. <laughs> it was a backfire. That was that's, those <laughs> are just giant. You did a great job with that camera. Though. I'm gonna stand up still while you're. <laughs> no, 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 no. You get my legs <laughs> Huge <start>. tan paws. <laughs> um. It does. They look like gloves. They look like like. Stop like, looking car- at my hands. <laughs> I have a pair of ski gloves. I'm gonna do like the um the. I'm gonna put on gloves. Like <laughs> I have a pair of ski gloves. I like that of that color. Stop. <laughs> yeah, they're they brown look, leather. They, they look like really old <laughs> gardening gloves. Stop. And I got my nails done, and I it turns out I'm just allergic to all nail polish now, and so I'm currently breaking out knives again. Oh, no. <laughs> you can't travel without breaking out knives. Um. Anyway, back, of, back to this, back to being pedophiles. Okay. Um. <laughs> back to the meat of the show. Welcome, Ashley Kutcher fans. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, <laughs> bro. His life's work is about stopping people from sexualizing children. Oh my god! I even think about that. We have to cut all this and put it in the next episode. I'm not sexualizing children. I'm talking about children sexualizing me. <laughs> and you know what, Ashton? We need you to help us out on that front, too. We need an app for people like John getting exploited Stumble by the 16 year old birthday parties. <laughs> this is, when I say off the rails, like we have, we have derailed and went over the cliff and the train exploded. But. In deep down, in places you don't you don't talk about, and you don't want to you don't want to admit. I never you want to you want to be like you want to be hot. Okay. Like if like, if, like, if you have, I was like turning like, down like carbs. Kids like, like, like cake? No, not for me. I keep it tight. <laughs> <laughs> it, you, this is full Dennis Reynolds. This is this is full blown. I'm kidding. I ate cake, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> if you have like in uh, if you, if you have kids and and you they have friends and you're like in the community and all and known in school and shit, like you want to be a milf, you want to be right. a dilf, right, 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 right. But oh, that's, that's inherently weird. Good, uh, yeah, that's what I'm missing a spouse. A yeah, that, that's why. <laughs> that's why. Like, uh, yeah, I'm weird uncle. That's why. Why uh, Which I should get used to. What's his name in, in the Departed? Alec Baldwin, his character. Uh, oh, that's. Have you know, that's why you got to get married. It lets you know, you know, you're yeah. not weird. It's yeah. like, so you can be the DILF. Otherwise, you're just old man. And like, yeah, fuck. that's, that's you're, true. Dude, you're plenty of fucking milk. dads and moms get dressed to go, like, pick up their kids at school. Yeah, totally. You're right. Oh, yeah. I'm in but the they are, clear, bro. But they have their own. They have a reason to be there, John. Bro, I didn't. John, they have a reason to be there. I, I got tricked into going. <laughs> <laughs> so earnest. <laughs> tricked into going. It's not my fault. Dude, dude I, I, mean, I'll, I will show you the text exchange. 
Like, tell me yeah, whatever you little pervert. Tell me where I got where I. It was actually wild to have when you, when you read what I said versus what you see what I walked into is is crazy. Uh, I would have given anything for your to see your face of just like. Was it like shock? Was it awe? Bro, oh was wait, it, I forgot about this. Oh god. <laughs> like, the, the gif I sent when I decided I was just going to go. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> what am I reading from the top? Just from the top. Can I read it? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, John says, I'm not going to be joining for dinner as I'm already getting a drink with Pat, uh, but we are sh- for sure linking up for the post-dinner post dinner bevy. Oh, yes, it's no dinner, just drink, so please come with Pat, blah, blah, blah. I decided to book a room. Oh, shoot. Okay, we just met his girlfriend for a drink at the Spring Lounge. We'll head that way shortly. Yes, take your time, but just hanging. Bar is great vibes. And then John sent uh, a gift from, what is this, White Earp? Tombstone. Tombstone. You tell him I'm coming, and hell's coming with me with a big fucking <laughs> shotgun. I didn't know I and was going to a 16-year-old bro, bro, he just writes back, oh, Lord. <laughs> no, she does. She, she does. does. <laughs> she does. So this guy. Tell me, this find a find in that text. Yeah, no, you, I it mean. It says it's a goddamn birthday. I mean, I mean. Yeah, no, like, unless th- th- somebody did a bad job here. Like, the the husband was was supposed to fill you in or something. No one this, did nothing. Because this just reads as, you know, like, yeah, we're going out as adults. So imagine imagine you're inviting someone to come to your 16-year-old daughter's party, <laughs> and he responds with a fucking gif of, uh, it's not Val Kilmer, who is that? It's, no, it's uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. With a shotgun saying, you tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me. And she just writes back, oh, Lord. I thought I was f- going to meet them at the bar, dude. <laughs> the, right, the text before that is, take your time, but yeah, we're just hanging. Bar is great vibes. Yeah, no, you are right. Uh, you were swindled. You, you got duped. You were, you were led astray, bamboozled, hoodwinked. But I walked in there, I was like. <laughs> what are all these children doing? They said they were great vibes. What are the children doing here? <laughs> the exact opposite of great vibes. What time there was that? There are children at? here. What time was that at? This is so. This is a Friday night at. Oh wait, it's actually earlier than I thought it was. This is Friday night at eight p.m. I I think I've said this like five or six times in our lives that we need a TV show just to have a pilot. We have we have like five or six pilot episodes. Yeah. This is the one, though. <laughs> this is the one, and I mean, uh, it, it, and this this whole aesthetic would be it. What'd you wear? What'd you look like? Because I kind of like this like trucker vibe. Like, <laughs> no. like this looks like you just got off the rig and you're rolling. You're like, what's up, kids? <laughs> Dude, I, I I'm bringing hell with me. I know, I know what I was in because it got commented on. Like, nice sweatshirt. It was. I was in my orange Noah sweatshirt. My big like. Coat. That I was wearing in Amsterdam and a pair of like checkered pants. And All right, sneakers. no, but that—that's you. Were, so you were like stylish. That but, night. but even the the mom was like, "Would you just come off the ranch?" Like she, <laughs> and she commented on it. She, or not? What she say? We were you just hunting? Cause I had a bright orange sweatshirt on. <laughs> no, dude, I was at a bar with my friends. Got tricked into coming to a kid's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the way I mean, I wouldn't even like we we've written the script. I wouldn't change anything. You said there were great vibes. There's a bunch of kids here. I mean, that is 
That's so goddamn funny, man. Only fucking you, bro. Only you. <laughs> I, 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 it gets weird, uh, like even when you when you do have kids and you have a reason to be there. Like this 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 little kid uh, who's at all these like things that I go to with my kids. He he calls me Shay's dad or Keegan's dad, depending on like which person which kid is around at the moment mm. and then this weekend he just started calling me dad <laughs> i was like i don't know what this means it's like i don't know what's going on but, uh, that's zaddy to you bud <laughs> but then like you know like i'll I'm, I'm playing with shay i'm dancing with shay and like i'll pick her up and shit and then uh, like other little girls are like can you do that to me and i'm like oh, no 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 I'm like Frank, you know, and I'm not a jittle, and I'm just playing with my kids. Uh, like they, they, you know, they, they don't know. And I'm like, no, go find your parents. I, I, we were at a, a a thing the other day. It was a bowling alley slash um, arcade, and the arcades these days you have to buy like, those credit cards, you know, mm-hmm. and then you have power points card. and shit. Yeah, power cards. So I'm buying one for uh, Shay, and these kids form a fucking line behind her. These two other girls and I give Shay her card and this girl's like, can I have one too? And I was like, is your power card? Yeah. I was like, is your, is your dad here? And she was like, no. With your your poor father. (laughs) (laughs) Is your dad here? Does he have a job? (laughs) What's his W2 look like? You little broke bitch. Uh, Oh, no. Your dad's EBT isn't working (laughs) on this game. But I bought like fucking forty dollars worth of cards for these random kids. I didn't know. That feels weird too. Because then, because you know what's going to happen is their parents do eventually come around and they go. I meant vodka, but thank you. (laughs) Then, then their parents come around and they go like, "Wait, how did?" How are you, you playing these games? And they go, that man over there bought it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I look like the fucking creep. Meanwhile, I'm like, it's just because you're poor and absentee. That's why I bought these fucking cards for Sorry, these kids. Just trying to get your kid a stuffed animal. Sorry, I'll back off, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the High Noon El Prez Pack is here, featuring my top four High Noon Vodka Celtic flavors. These flavors include passion fruit, pineapple, pear, and all new flavor, Tangerine, all made with real vodka, real juice. This 12-pack is only here for a limited time, so get it while you can. Just look for the pack with my face on it. You can even scan the QR code in the pack and have me virtually join your party. Visit HighNoonSpirits.com to find the El Prez pack nearest you. All right, let me run through a couple other things, and then we'll do voicemails, because there was a couple good internet things, I thought. I'm going to go back to our group text. Yeah, I, I have one open. Okay, go ahead. Um, so, so this is, and this I want the whole gang to, to chime in here. Um, this is the new rules for behavior. Oh, yes. I haven't read this, though. Oh, no, I have Okay, I. no. So, there's okay, like, so I want to go through I'm going to get... This, this, was a, this was a big thing, uh, New York Magazine. Yes. Do you know how to behave? Are you sure? Presenting 194 updated rules... For existing in polite society. Now, this is, I haven't read it, so I don't know if it, I can't co sign it yet or whatever, but this is exceptionally necessary. Yes. Because, like, we're. Society's we're changed quite a bit. Big time, and the rules have not updated. When you're talking about tipping and all that shit, like, like 20% on when you're just swiping or picking up and all, like, there's a lot of things that technology have changed and, and the way we do things that have changed, and all of a sudden the old rules are still in there. So, before we even get into it, it's like, I hope 
I hope this is good. And if it's bad, somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing needs to write this. So they are. So um, I guess to start, so it's broken into categories. Okay. Um, the new rules for friends and lovers, strangers and others, going out and staying in, tipping, work, the city, parenting. Oh my god. Posting and texting. Okay. So you guys, let's do one, one from each thing. Thanks, Jack. Um. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you just got him empty cups and a bottle? Pour the fucking drink. Jack, this is perfect. Would anyone else like one? Nobody better than you. Yeah, I'll take one. I'll take one, uh, one glass of New Amsterdam vodka, please. One of the finest in the game. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Brought us to this house. You can sip on it. Okay. You can shoot so it. Jack, you can mix it. What we're it. doing here now is we're going to learn the new rules of society, so to speak. Um, Let's do one from each at a time. You know? Okay, one from each. So okay. start with friends and lovers. New rules for friends and lovers. Okay, this one's kind of interesting. Okay. Um, I didn't know this. This is for friends and lovers. Rule two, you may callously cancel almost any plans up until 2 p.m. At 2 p.m., there's still ample time for your friend, if they so choose, to text around and find another dinner companion. By three, they almost certainly will be alone for the night. This doesn't apply if you want to cancel on someone who is cooking for you. In that situation, you tell them the night before. Wait, wait, wait. Um, so, but so this implies what that like in yesteryear? No, I know what it means. But like in yesteryear, two p.m. was like not enough time to find a replacement because you can't just like text somebody or DM yeah, somebody. Yes, that's that that like, this access. doesn't really like surprise me. Uh, comparable to years past, this is just something I don't I didn't know. I, I thought day of you're locked in. I there think have been yeah, many a time yeah, yeah. day of where like 11 a.m. I wish I could cancel, but I'm like, ah, it's too late. Let I agree, but also I would say if if we're gonna put a number on it, like 2 p.m. is the absolute yeah, latest. Yeah, 2 p.m. for sure. Yeah, because it's still like early after mid afternoon. Once you're to three, you're basically to like late afternoon evening, and then that's like your plans start. Yeah. So, uh, but also. I'd like to write my own one. You can cancel plans whenever you want because deep down you want your you want to cancel plans too. And we should all be we should all remember that when you get canceled on that it's like pay it forward. See, I disagree that one with day that. you get to it depends. cancel. There there are times no doubt. I I'm happy I got canceled on, but I usually I'm pretty excited for something. Like if I'm if I'm Gary, be it like being excited for things. Yeah, boy. The movies. What's happening right now? This is a live stream up your nostrils. <laughs> Wait, can I see that? Is you want, on, you is want this, something really gross? Is this being live streamed to the internet no. right now? Yeah, yeah. Are people watching right now? Yeah, just in case we need a different camera. Oh, what's that? ridiculous. Wait, why is your nose like hooking into your lips like that? <laughs> like my hair, my hair looks so weird. How did you figure this out, bro? Because <laughs> I agree. But how do you know that? Like, I think you can almost tell better. They're very like, yeah, they're like, they're, they're, yeah. <laughs> well, but it's like they're flat. It's like a porcupine. But, yes, it's a, a, that's, I, like I couldn't porcupine. figure out what it was. It's a porcupine. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, if there's anybody watching that, that was very is that actually live? harrowing. No, yeah. Oh, that's live on the internet? No. Oh, I see, I see. 
Um, here's this one. Uh, I, I haven't read it yet. So these these are longer than we expected them to be. I thought they're gonna be like one rule. Yeah. It says don't use friends as foreplay. Already disagree. Um, if as a couple you start an argument in the middle of a group of friends, the middle of a group of friends, that group of friends may start looking at a lot like potential allies. Resist that urge. Do not attempt to shore up support. Do not ask if you are clearly in the right. Continue debating with your significant other if you must, but leave the others out of it. Okay, so that, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I don't tell my friends what I'm going to fight. Bro, that's a very weird way to word that. Yeah. Use your friends as foreplay. Because using your friends as foreplay, I am all for. I was like, wait, if like, are we doing some kinky like group sex shit? <laughs> the, I mean, I, I know I have friends who I've gotten laid that night like by their significant other because they had fun when we were out. Yeah, 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 like, like yeah, like sure. oh, oh, yeah, I'm bring the I, I, I got time. you, like, I got you that nut. Whatever, yeah, but, like yeah, yeah. that's like that is very fine. This I don't understand. No, I, I, I have been like asked that, and like you know, I've had friends vent to me. That's one thing that's completely different. But be like, dude, I'm right, right? Like I don't fucking, I'm if, if one thing particularly too, if I'm friends with both of you, right? Like, like no, I don't fucking care. Don't tell me about any of the shit. This is a great one. I don't know if this uh, has anything to do with. Again, like the new modern world, or if it's just like, hey, we forgot to write this one down on the original commandments. If someone starts telling you a story you've heard before, you have two seconds to tell them. Otherwise, you got to sit through that fucking story. Oh, I think it is. So here's a, a caveat to that. If you are telling a story, and this is as someone who tells repeat stories a lot, I go, I probably told this before. And yeah. in that case, you can either go, that yeah, 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 you go, yeah. you're like, yeah, you have to tell it, tell it. Yeah. Or like, yeah, 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 I, I got it. I got right, it. right, right, right. Like, but if you don't and you're just a repeater, you can't like halfway through it be like, I know the story, dude. Right, right, right. You got you to gotta make a decision as an adult. Am I going to embarrass this person right now and tell them <laughs> and, make, and, and have them feel like, oh, fuck? Or am I going to ride this out? But it's all, it's all, that's only allowed one on one. If it's in a group. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's totally, totally, totally. But yeah, also, if you're a person who tells stories a lot, Make sure you always have that. Be like, I might have mentioned this before. I might have told you this before. And then they have the window to say. This is a good one for the modern world. It's okay to ghost after one date. Oh, fuck off. That's not a ghost at all. Yeah, that's just like we went on a date and, like, didn't. Yeah. Like, that's. I mean, I well, guess, no, but, I but guess I, you, you should know, say, the, like. The idea is, like, should I say, hey. Hey, didn't go that well. Yeah, I, I think you went out one time. That's not. You don't. You have not earned any any level of, like. Yeah, I need to explain myself. And obviously, if one is okay, one date's okay. Less than one is okay. Totally. Like, and also, it's like I've just never replied to that person ever the, again. The main thing is like, what you really want me to just send something that's going to be a blatant lie? Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna whatever I do say to you is gonna be a lie. Is that much better? Uh, if you ghost someone, stay gone forever. Also agree with that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm the fucking monster under your bed, kid. <laughs> knock, knock. I'm back. I'm back. You get a couple new Amsties in me <laughs> over at Super Bowl week or the big game week. <laughs> um, if you're if you're a dating adult, you should own lube. 
<laughs> what? Just like everybody's got to have lube in their bedside table. It's 2023, man. You got to have your lube at the ready. Bro, I don't have a bedside table. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you just had lube on the fucking ground. Oh, no, you'd have lube in your in your sheet pocket. I got to fucking clone a willy in my top drawer. <laughs> <laughs> but no fuck water anywhere to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great brand name. Yeah. <laughs> fuck water. I love it. The, um, uh, the lube is the... Um, I, I like to uh, count myself. I'm like, I don't need lube. I don't need lube. And, and I'm I'm getting up there. <laughs> <laughs> lube. I can see lube being helpful. One more from uh, from dating, and then we'll move on. If your friend is dating someone, and we've talked about this before, so if your friend is dating someone you seriously object to, you have one shot to sit your pal down and say so. I notice how they say these things for guys and girls. Some of these are gendered. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I think for guys, it's very different to sit down and be like, yo, that girl sucks versus a girl doing it to other girls. Guys, you can't really do it until it's like... A guy, I don't even know if you can ever... I know you did it once. I did it once. And that's why I, I, I do... I think it has to be the closest guy in your life and it's got to be a catastrophically bad thing like this was married girl dangerous husband <laughs> going like a, a marriage that could go nowhere in life you're becoming a worse friend and i was like dude totally disagree with this and he said thank you for your input and he disagreed he disregarded me for like a couple more months and then he, I, it was the ultimate i told you so but yeah you're always right it's just like yeah. Basically, you you don't get to say anything. You have to be a silent soldier, like all yes. soldiers. You just fucking march on, Take and your then orders. Yep. you pick up the pieces when when they when they are the never right. When, yeah, yeah, when yeah. when the fucking sarin gas comes in, <laughs> you got to share masks because it's gonna get bad. But I mean, like you can't because like, if you do it early, they're gonna be like, "Fuck you, dude." We don't even really know her yet, and then after early, it's too late. Right. Like there is yes. really no. There's no. If, if you no do it like after that. two dates, I'm like, bro, I don't. Like, yes. I don't know. Like maybe you yep. might be right, but like, yeah. But none fuck of us, you. None yeah. of us know definitively. Right. Right. All right. This is the first one for strangers and others. Love this rule, and I think we can expand upon it. If you've met someone and they clearly don't remember your name, you say, "Hi, we've met. I'm Kevin." I think we need to normalize either reintroductions from uh, like the mutual friend. Or the people involved. Like, I, I, I don't... How about, how about I, just don't be weird when I say, what's up, baby? <laughs> <laughs> how about when I say, hey, mommy? Yo, what's up, baby? Uh, uh, the no, I, what, I, I think we need to... And I, I have not fully worked this into my social life, my social game. But I'm a big fan of, like... Like, if you're just like... Oh, I, I, we met before, right? But I, I'm sorry, I'm bad with names. You know what I mean? Just, like, fucking say it. Yeah. Like, even, I, I think even being, like... I mean, like, we, this is going back to the first thing we started in the podcast. I would not say it still. I would, like... You're right. We should say no. And we should do this, but... There needs to be it. a word for this. Because this is all very wordy. We need to sum this up. And you can be, like, you're a blank to me. You know? And it's like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like... A visage. A visage. <laughs> it's like an apparition. <laughs> right? You're like you're kind of real, but you're not really real to me. Okay. <laughs> Hello, you're a visage to me. And then they go, oh, oh, okay. Uh, my name's Kevin. Yeah, like I get it. I, I don't and know then, if then, I don't know ooh. if apparition and visage, and then they appear once they. Yeah. Now okay. Like, okay. Now you're a person. Okay, psycho. <laughs> but if there was a way to say it, and and you would go like it's kind of like my idea for the pineapple breakup, where it's like 
this is just a sign to sum it all up. If I could just say to you, hey, man, you're, I guess it's an acquaintance is what I'm looking for. Massage. One thing I, I've said before, and I'll say again, my friend does for me is uh, be a gangster. And when some, when they're coming over or you're coming to meet you yeah, give and them you're with notes, people right? that they've met. You've met Rick. He's but that, in the orange that's shirt. The, You've met Tom. He's in the blue shirt. You've met Steve. He's in this. You got to have, uh, like, smart friends who know that. Basically, it's girls. You got to have, like, the women in your life that do that, you know, yeah. to, to take uh, proactive. Like, I'm just going to be like, oh, John's not going to know anybody. I'm just going to let him flounder. And I'm, like, I'm going to come in and go, good to see you. Good yeah. to see you. Good to see you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good to see you. How you been? <laughs> um, let's see if there's another good one. I think, I think we, we should keep this a recurring segment, so let's not do them all. Okay. Then we'll come in. All right, we'll do um, going out and staying in. Don't foist your allergies onto a dinner party. Oh, I love a good foisting. <laughs> you don't foist? I foist all the time. Foist dude. sounds like nah, a word. I never foist. Foisting is a word that sounds strangely sexual to me. Foist? Yeah, it's like a moist mixed with like fuck. <laughs> dude, she was did, foist, bro. Did, did I ever tell you the uh, you looking up foisting over here? It's like the push on, to force upon. Um, <laughs> the uh, that's just someone saying force with an accent. Hey, foister. Hey, foisted. I foisted myself upon. Her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, foister. What are you doing, Ricky? <laughs> Bro, it's a I'm lot. I'm foisting myself on her. It's don't like, worry about it. Everything's <laughs> gonna be just Jack. <laughs> It's it's it, rape is a lot funnier when you do that voice. <laughs> yeah, I foisted myself upon him. It's funny, man. We're all just laughing at it for some reason. I foisted <laughs> Baby, it's cold outside. Why don't you stick around so I can foist myself on you? <laughs> How about this? Hey, this why don't you drink good. up, I'll tell you. For for group dinners with friends, always split the bill evenly. Let's just make oh. that a universal rule. No, I disagree with that. What? I disagree with that. What? Yeah. With friends? With friends' friends? With the boys? Like, you want to split, like, based on who ate what? Oh, no. I just mean one person picks it up, someone else picks it up. Like, we're, we're, we're friends. We, oh, okay. It'll, it'll well, that, but that, that, nest, that eventually is the idea of splitting it evenly. Yeah, but, like, that, that's like... like okay, like, fine. If, so then you want to take it a step further. But that, that's tough to sometimes ask people to be like, this $1,000 bill is on you. Well, I don't have that many friends. <laughs> we well, we uh, usually in the $200, $300 range, <laughs> the four of us. <laughs> um, the uh, Yeah, no, I, I actually, my mom would tell the story. Uh, New Boston Breakery, Fall River Mass. She, um, she was behind these two old women in line uh, getting their lunch for the day. And they both had their chain purses out, change purses out, and they were paying yeah. each separately. And they turned around and they said to my mom, we've been best friends for 80 years because we always pay our own share. And I was like, I disagree with that. If my friend was fucking checking out, picking out the, the change out of, his per, out of his pockets to pay, I'd right. be like, hey, dude, I got this one. I'll and, never forget, and, man. The, the uh, guy I used to live with used to send us an Excel spreadsheet splitting the toilet paper and the toothpaste and everything down to like four yeah. ways. And I was like, kill yourself. Man. I, dude, I had a friend who would like, he would like Venmo me. If I bought like the group around the shots, he'd Venmo me his shot. I was like, dude, that's no. not like that no. makes us all feel very just our friendship feel transactional. Yes, yes. Like, I don't like that. At yeah, all. yeah. It's like you, we're gonna do this again, and you can get yeah, mine. You get the next. It's one. Okay, yeah. You do this again in ten minutes. Get it then. 
So yeah, I mean we'll we'll uh, we'll continue to go through the New York Magazine new rules for tip uh, for. I think for I think society. that's a good segment because yeah. it's, it's got about a two months worth. So. Yeah, and it's also I think um, a lot of these suck too. Yeah. So we will make our own. Uh, fuck the New York Magazine. We'll, we'll do it KFC Radio style, where it's like. Whoopin' Gangnam style. <laughs> we 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 <laughs> just another way we could do it. <laughs> we 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 need we need to make some specific ones for like degenerate life too, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like true. What what what's like a good? We we need to we need to end the segment with a K, a, a true KFC radio one. Like um, like what happens if you um. What do you do if you just wreck somebody's sheets in bed? What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Like what? If, what if? What if? Like you just leave someone with a fucking mess. Like if you pee in your bed, or just come in the bed, or blood in the bed. I mean, I've only dealt with. Well, I mean, I've dealt with cum too, but usually that's we, we both know it's there. <laughs> <laughs> the piss is uh, the piss. I'll leave you with blood. I've never had blood in the well, never my blood in the bed. Um, you never had blood like sex that was. I mean, it's yeah, it's their blood and it's their bed. That's their own problem. Yeah, I just. <laughs> oh yeah, I've left a bloody woman in bed before. <laughs> 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 yeah, I wrapped her up in a carpet, and threw her in a dumpster. What do you oh, mean, man? I, oh, that? Yeah, no, I'm not a prude. Sure. <laughs> All right, what's 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 a good one then? What's a what's what a, was, actually, what's that a truly was something I wanted like to say depraved. to Ashley Kutcher today? What that I didn't I didn't get a chance to. Uh, I wanted to tell him that when we were talking. Uh, it, it was it was it was weird because we it, with those hard half hour interviews it's so tough. Like I don't even like I I don't want to time in to make a joke because I don't want to derail things. By the way, we've gotten very good at it. We get through a lot in yeah. ha- in a half hour, and we like, get it, it, one subject you can do a half hour totally. So it's like a half hour. Like, I don't even really kind of chime in. Like even today we were doing the vibrator thing. And I was like ah, I should bail on it. I should bail on it. But I wanted to talk about the period playlist. In, period playlist in, my, in no strings attached. She makes now oh a, yeah 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 a period, yeah a period playlist. And I was gonna be like yeah dude like I. Like I stole that move from you. Like I used, yeah. I used a period playlist, and he was gonna go really. I was gonna go, no, dude, periods are gross. <laughs> <laughs> Your vibrator analogy was spot nails. On. Yeah, yeah spot like on. It, I don't think he cared to discuss it, but I was like, this is fucking accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this if is you accurate. You want to talk chat GPT yeah. and sex toys versus penis play? I'm here. Come to Casey <laughs> Radio. <laughs> It was it, it, like, it, yeah, Ashley Kutcher better. was You're talking right. about will AI take over the world, and he was like, well, you know. It, it's it's a very important tool, but you still need the human element. And John was like, "It's like vibrators for chicks." I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it it's like vibrators don't you. didn't make dicks obsolete. <laughs> Neither will fucking AI. All right, um, that that's a good one. Okay, for KFC Radio uh, rules: um, you can bring your sex toys into the bed like pff, right away, fucking right away. Let's go. Yeah, like date one, hook up night one, one night stand. Bring them out. Bring them out. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Let's go. Let's make this as fun as possible. Bring them out. Bring them out. I like that. <laughs> you know what you should do? Grab bag sex toys day one. Ooh, like dealer's choice. Or like, or like, yeah, just you ever like, do like grab bags with nips? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Start a party, yeah. like but it could be like a butt plug in this case. Like, right. And she's like, yeah, be like I don't know, my reason going in somebody's ass. And she comes out with a fucking duffel bag. Looks like something Ben Affleck carries on AR 15s with. <laughs> I, I just watched it's, Triple it, Frontier. So. It's, it's another human. You pull, you pull out a person. <laughs> oh, oh, any toy? It's like, hits this, the fucking. This thing opens up. <laughs> All right, maybe I fucked up. <laughs> um, okay, another thing that I sent. Um, oh, this is a good one for Answer the Internet, kind of. Uh, which one of these are you picking? You have to score. We're talking basketball here. You have to score on a fifth grader, you get a million dollars. An eighth grader, you get ten million. A varsity high school player is fifty million. A Division One hoops player is a hundred mil. An NBA player is five hundred million, and prime Kobe Bryant is six hundred million. Which are you picking? I mean, this is pretty easy. Fucking backing down that fifth grader. And I'm tell Just him taking mil. Tell him how much fucking candy I have in my pocket, too. I'll be <laughs> honest, though. I, I think if you are going to body a fifth grader, you could probably body an eighth grader. Yeah, nah, because they, they're... I mean, like, I, I'm imagining, like, not the greatest eighth grader alive, because not even the fifth, great fifth grader alive I couldn't be. But, like... Imagine it's a solid player. And there's some big-ass fucking eighth graders. Eighth graders, there's yeah. Some, Dude, there, there's some, like... That's what's tough about these is, like, yeah, the kids these days are, like, freaks. Like, you see some of these high, the football player kids who are, like, right. eighth grade, and they look like they're fucking pros already. Dude, I remember my Eighth high grade school... kids are fucking, well, like, you know, posterize you, dunk on you, <laughs> and clown you. My, my high school graduation party, um, we were playing basketball in my yard, and uh, we were, like, picking teams, shit like that. My buddy. You were playing basketball at your, like, that late in your life? No, it was just like we were drunk and just like. Okay, like, I was gonna say I can't imagine you being like let's let's play ball, oh, fellas. Like no, when you're like 18, it was not my idea. Mm-hmm. It was not like it was like my entire school was there. My whole grade was there. Oh, okay. someone started playing. Got it. Got it. All started playing, and we were like picking teams, and um, it was like basically just the hockey guys playing at this point. Yeah, when you got just beat people up, and none of us are good. Yeah, and you ruin every basketball game <laughs> you've ever played. <laughs> playing basketball with hockey guys sucks. Sucks. Because you also look like a pussy, where it's like, uh, can you like stop elbowing like, me like in the foul. neck? Yeah, like, yeah. What are you, a bitch? Right, dude? right. But my buddy, who had first overall pick, picked my sister because she was the only person who played basketball. Oh no! And she was just raining on us. Yeah, that and it was that's like, also and shitty. And at the time, Neely was like fucking. I don't know, like in fourth like grade, seventh grade, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, when I was in eighth, when I was a senior in high school, she was probably in like seventh. Grade. She was. She, she doesn't was, she like have the all time leading score for her school? And she's shit? like, she's, I don't know where it is, but yeah, she was just fucking drop buckets. Yeah. Not, she's definitely not leading, but like she was like. Like, like the next year in the paper, like when like the team wasn't doing well, like the coach's statement to the paper was like, "Pauline Feilberg's not walking through that door." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, which he took from fucking Patino. That's but fucking like he great. Was, it's I think it's still on the. That fridge, feels like. awesome. I bet. <laughs> uh, uh, perhaps who would you take? Are you confident? Like a high I'm school? I'm confident up to a high schooler. That's, I mean, the, the jump from high school to Division One, by the way, is fucking crazy. Yeah. It is. So like, you got to be. Uh, you have to be a D1 or above player yourself mm-hmm. to pick any of those final three. I think that you can roll the dice and be like, if we just like check up one-on-one and I just shoot a jumper and make it, That's what and I, I get thinking. $50 million. Yeah. Like, but I'd know, rather... Like, can you get your own rebound and shit? 
This is like if you miss a goal. I, I, I don't know. It just says you can you know you score on. I, I'm assuming it's like you first to one is how I imagine this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, once they score, the game is over. So like if if you know, let's say there's like a 16 year old kid playing varsity. I mean, yeah, I guess for all the money in the world, he's going to be, like, up in your fucking grill. So mm. it's not like you're going to get, like, an open look. But you could conceivably just be like, check, boom. Yeah. And if I, I, think, I, I think it's almost a guaranteed bucket with a high schooler. I'm just going to back him down or I'm just going to, like, go by him. <laughs> I think when it comes to anything above that, it's a 50% chance. 50%? I'm going with a 50% chance, yeah. You think a 50% chance you're scoring on an well, NBA just, player? Well, I, I, I'm just a, a jumper. But he's going to play defense on you, bro. But like, are you, if, are if you, you are saying you just a checkup? If it's just like, but like, like, so, so he's putting the bro, ball he's gonna, in my he's chest, gonna put that in your but face. He's putting the ball in my chest so fast. If he gives me, he's gonna put that in your throat. If he's in the NBA, he can hand you the ball from here, and he's swatting mm. your shit. This, like, let's say, how would you check up the ball? If I'm in the fucking NBA, <laughs> how would you, I'm checking this well, ball that's, and I'm swatting this shit out of the bro, if fucking sky. I, I, I got to see your release. If you think you're fucking I think it like, all comes down to how far. How, how quick far is your release, is, son? I had a quick release. I think it all comes down to how far his distance is where the checkup Dude, is. Pat's I don't like, bro, but not Lego. My AAU team in Long Island, man. No. Yeah, let's yeah, find yeah. out. We'll find you an NBA player real quick, dude. The if, this is like the, that, uh, like the Harris. Remember the Harrison Barnes debate where, like, Tyler, yeah, could you score? Could you score on Harrison Barnes for like fifty million dollars. Yeah, everyone's like, "What are you fucking?" Not, not everyone. Like, a lot of people were like, "Yes," and then everyone else with the brain was like, like "Are what you, are you fucking insane?" It was like you can run around the court. You don't have to like play by any. It was you shoot on any hoop. Any hoop, and yeah. it was like you still wouldn't. You still wouldn't. Um. Uh, yeah, I th- I think it's probably a safe bet to just fucking body up a fifth grader, fucking <laughs> put your fucking boot in his face and lay it in. That, I mean, like, yeah, I'll take a quick million and then I'll invest that with Ashton. You know, what was the funniest thing of the group chat. So we we send like all of our, um, I send like all. Am I the asshole? Dude, that's the funniest thing. Would you, Jackie? Say? Just sent this one thing that just went <laughs> completely. It was like. Uh, a, a a couple and the, like the way that they operate and have a good relationship and it just was crickets. <laughs> oh, I, I saw it. I didn't even. Was this? Yeah, for, no. I, I are you making I, fun of this person? No, I think I just send stuff that looks like it would be maybe on up your guys' alley. Okay, okay. I don't need responses. Yeah, from you no, guys, I, I didn't think. I didn't I think anyone responded to me. I, I think those. When like when those are said, yeah, I I put God do that next step, but no one replied to it. Th- this this uh... I'm not gonna send anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> did did you did you like send this like agreeing with these it. people? Okay, yeah, because I, I, I saw this. Well, this... Hang on a second. <laughs> well, it just look. This like... is so annoying. I hate this girl. I hate this girl automatically. Look, see, you have something. You have yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, let's get into our voicemails, and then we'll get into Ashton Kutcher. What do we got? As Portnoy would say, fucking five days of radio with Dave Portnoy again this week. You know, I had to dig deep. To, four days. Four days, that's right. I had to dig deep for Amsterdam. I'm going to fucking dig even deeper into radio <laughs> with Dave. Or it's February, and now is when everybody starts to fall off from their New Year's resolutions. Is when the gym starts to uh, Open you know, up thin out a little bit. What's that? Open up again. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and that's what happens to everybody because they come up with some unrealistic... 
resolutions or they don't um, come up with a real plan. And that's where FitBod comes in, where they will help you come up with a plan that lasts all year long. It's an app that creates workout routines that are personalized to your goals, to your fitness level, to your availability, to your equipment. All very realistic. Like, here's the deal. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm. Let's do it for me. I'm a bag of bones. I'm injured. I don't have a lot of time. I don't have a lot of motivation. I have a bad diet, and I hate working out. Figure it out, FitBod. Honestly, will. like FitBod will help with that very much because it, it is. I used to think it was like you had to have a personal trainer, and it's not. You, but you, no. you need to have something or some someone or something. Just holding you accountable, right? And if you like, you're like, I know I have four workouts this week. I have to get like, whether it's a person yelling it at you or or it, your it, app. it doesn't even like, matter. like you don't even need to push notification. You just need to know it exists. Yep. You need to know you promised four workouts this week. And like, okay, I'm in. I I have to do it. Yep. I'm gonna get it done. And the so they'll come up with all these exercises. It won't overtrain you. You won't get burned out. Uh, it'll last all year long, and whether you're in the weight room or the bedroom, FitBod has you covered all year round. Um, and they've got the demonstration videos in HD, so it's not just like uh, it, you know, it'll actually show you how to how to uh, accomplish these workouts and reach your goals. Go to FitBod.me/KFC. That's F-I-T-B-O-D.me/KFC, and get twenty five percent off your subscription. Uh, or try the app for free when you go to fitbod.me slash KFC. What's good, KFC? I uh, wanted to reach out. I was just thinking the other day, um, was at a, a house party at my place back in college, um, and it been boozing all day, kind of come out. It was a game day, kind of come out of a blackout in the middle of a house party, middle of a keg party, my own place. Look down, tons of people there, and I'm drinking a fucking glass of milk. I don't know at what point I decided to grab it, don't know why I decided to, I thought that was the, the best option at that point, but look to the, the girls and people I was with, like, how fucking long have I been drinking milk? Like, I don't know, you grabbed it from the fridge, thought it was kind of fucking weird. Um, so my question is, what is the weirdest thing that you've come out of a blackout and just been like, what the fuck is going on? Why am I doing this? Where the fuck am I? I don't know. Let me know. John's Get back. in a room of 16-year-old girls. <laughs> oh, where I kidnapped a puppy, obviously. Yes. Shout out, <laughs> shout out L. L, dude. Shout out yeah, 11. I woke up with a dog on my fucking chest. Yeah. It wasn't my dog. I thought I'd rescued the dog. Turns out it was just the neighbor's dog. <laughs> I thought, bro, I thought I saved the fuck out of that dog, dude. They were like, I was give like, it back, creep. I, I, but here's the thing with L, whose real name was like, I, like Roy or something like that. It was a guy. I called it a girl dog. Uh, I was so drunk, I missed the penis. Not the first time that's happened. <laughs> um, it was the, um, but like she just followed me to the beach. Like it was like, it was like she, he. Wanted to needed to be rescued. Yeah, like, like we're just hanging out on the beach, playing catch. Well, I mean, like, a dog doesn't. No, a dog wanted to hang out with you doesn't mean it needs to be rescued. Well, I didn't. Mean, I didn't. But like, he just followed me around all night. Like yeah. it was. I was like, yeah, all right, man. You want to crash at the house? Crash at the, like you know. Yeah, I've had, I've had people just crash on the couch. <laughs> Why not you too, up, dog? Man, I got you. Yeah, Come we, had, we had dog food in the house because there was a dog there regularly. So yeah, when I uh, Newport, Rhode Island, uh, Pete Blackburn and DJ Bean were with me. Um, we uh, accidentally kidnapped the dog. So that was the weirdest thing I did. I also had one time where I was at uh, West Deck 
in Newport, and it was a Fourth of July. I couldn't even tell you what year it was, but it was it rained that Fourth of July, like to the point where like it wasn't even like you don't wake up and go to the beach, you don't wake up and pretend you're gonna have a cookout. It's dumping all day, mm-hmm. right to the bar, like 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. at the bar. Woke up drunk, <laughs> started drinking before the bar opened. Showed up at the bar, hammered, drunk. By noon, they were taking Gansett's, like, and I, and I know the bartenders there is like really my heyday in Newport. Mm-hmm. Where like I'd have to fucking <laughs> slit someone's throat like ritualistic style to get kicked out of a bar, <laughs> and uh, and. It was, I was just slamming these fucking Gantt tall boys. And I was like, I am drinking a million drinks. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, I was like crushing the cans. Like, another! Like a fucking Viking. <laughs> Give me another one! And, um, like, come, like, the end of the day, they were like, you are the most hydrated person here. Because we've just been taking cans out of the trash and filling up with water. No. That's fucking great. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't, I actually don't have one of these. Like, I'm not a, when I black, when I black out, I come out of my blackout in, in the morning. morning. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I've never had that, really. I remember waking up, I remember David Wright's brother, he once uh, either owned or managed or just bartended at a bar. And uh, we we met up once, me and my brother and him, and um, he we just we he poured out so many Jameson shots. It was like I think he was trying to kill us <laughs> because it was at an obscene rate. It was like I would finish one, put it down, and there'd be another one in front of me, and I was like, "How did this happen again?" And I remember waking up the next morning like. Lights on, bubble jacket still on. Like when I say clothes on, like fucking everything. And I was like, I felt like Sweet D. Like, am I in America? I remember, I remember being like, what day is it? Where, where, what, what happened here? But I don't come out of the blackout. I once I'm blacked out, yeah. it is see you fucking later. It's 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 not a blackout if you're still able to like remember things yeah, and come yeah. out of it. You know. Next up, who's drinking enough milk? That milk is funny. Getting enough calcium. That is really fucking funny. To, like, he was, how long am I drinking milk? <laughs> <laughs> like, like it, the thought that, like, imagine if someone was like, dude, that's like your sixth class. That's really I, dude, funny. As, like, as you as were new, just downing milks, like pouring them out. As a newly lactose intolerant person, I was like, tomorrow's gonna be a tough day. <laughs> <laughs> you guys think you're gonna have a tough day tomorrow? <laughs> like, I'm gonna have a tough day tomorrow, dude. <laughs> Can't even fucking smell Cinnamon Toast Crunch anymore. I don't <laughs> fucking adjust it. What up, KFC Radio? It's your boy, Patio. Shout out to the whole gang. Shout out to Tico, Texas, and her weird-ass belly button. Is that the Philly show? Fucking electric music video. Mwah. All right, quick question for you. Let's say I'm a magician. Oh, fuck. I guess I'd already be dead if I sort of... Had me wiped off the face of the planet. But let's just say I can do magical curses. I curse one of you. Doesn't matter which one. Immediately you have a vagina. Only way to get your dick back is to fuck another man. Who are you fucking? And why is it each other? Viva. Well, I mean... Wait, it is wait, funny wait. How, how guys will twist the English language... To be in just like, do you just ask me what guy I want to fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 <laughs> it's just like, don't worry, it was roads. a genie who gave yes. you a pussy, and you need to do it to get a dick back. I'll tell you what guy I want to fuck. I don't care. All roads <laughs> lead back to fucking and sucking dudes. 
Who, what, when, where, why? <laughs> just fucking ask me, man. Also, I can't believe this dude's from Philly because, one, he just looks like Boston. Two, yeah. I could have sworn that was a South Bay target. You, I've had some times in the South Bay, the South Bay parking lot. Yeah. I mean, just like, just witnessing. I mean, it's not like I was like a kid drinking or anything like that. It was just like, the South, if you know about yeah. South Bay. It's like a, South it's a Bay. Scene. Me and Sean used to go, it was when I lived in my first apartment, which I don't think you ever came to. I lived in the South End in Worcester Square. And, uh. We used to go to Applebee's in South Bay on like Sunday mornings. Just people watch to drink margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking dope, dude. <laughs> Yo, that's that's. Remember when Kanye was like, "Life is dope." <laughs> that's, that's you guys at fucking Applebee's at nine a.m. Um. So wait, he said, "I I lose my dick." You get a vagina. The only way to get your dick back is you fuck a guy. Oh, okay, I thought that was your. Okay, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, no. Yeah, that's literally what he okay, said. Okay, got it. Um, Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> that, yeah, great answer. I don't make it weird, Kevin. Just <laughs> shut up, man. Just play it cool, dude. dude, dude Ashton, dude, you can, can fuck we... my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's got he's just got his legs spread like a gymnast, fucking lips open. What's up, Ashton? Fuck <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, You made it weird. <laughs> I did. <laughs> um. Um, well, this is also another one of those like, if you had a pussy and you're just try- just trying to get your dick back, <laughs> do you want to get banged out or do you want it to be like a Minuteman? <laughs> I think I'd like to experience what it feels like to get oh. fucked, dude. I'd be like, why? I'd be like, can we can we make it like ten? Like, yeah. <laughs> Can we, like, date for a little while? <laughs> Can I have a boyfriend for six months? <laughs> what if we got married? I'd, be, I'd become the biggest prude. Like, dude, I don't want to fuck you because I get a dick back then. And I'm busy fingering myself. <laughs> like, don't I mean, go, I'll, I mean, don't I'll go blow you. Don't worry. I'll suck your dick. But you're not fucking this pussy, man. <laughs> I want this to end, man. I don't want that dick back. But come here. Let me suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm I, like think, a fucking... I, think, I think I would definitely like to <clears throat> get absolutely dicked down and be like, wow, that's what it's like to just be like torn up. See, I like, you know what? You know, when 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 the chicks are like, oh, I'm sore. Yeah. And let's pretend it's real. And they're not lying. <laughs> like, that's got to be cool. <laughs> to be like, it's got to be cool. Yeah. Right. Well, I think so. I wake up every morning sore. It's the opposite. Of well, but but the, like when you that's that's because you, it hurts and deep down you're depressed because your body is deteriorating <laughs> at an alarmingly fast rate. Oh, yeah. When you get your fucking pussy banged out, <laughs> it's a different, I bet it's a different kind of See, feeling. See, here's the deal, though. And, uh, and Timothy, this is what like you're going to have to deal with. Sorry, continue. What? <laughs> this, is, this is an issue Timothy's going to have to deal with. Uh, <laughs> like, if you're trying to bang me out, bro, <laughs> bro, if you're trying to, bro, bro, if you're trying to fuck me, fuck me. I got a fight or flight, and and my shit says fight. So like, we're gonna fight. Like, if you want to fuck me hard while I'm fighting back, fine. But we're fighting. Like, uh, <laughs> like, like this is gonna be a wrestling match. Like, <laughs> dude, if I'm if I'm if I'm shirtless in bed with another man, I'm wrestling. <laughs> His dick might be in my pussy, but I'm wrestling. I'm putting him in a headlock. <laughs> this is. Throwing some graps. What's what's the last thing Timothy Chalamet sees before he fucks me? <laughs> Let's go, kid. Let's go, kid. You want to fuck? 
Heidelberg in a singlet, just like, ready to shoot some crap. Yeah. His ankles. Come on, Tim. Come on, Tim. Where's that Dune training at now, baby? Come on, you and Momoa fucked around on set like this. I know. <laughs> but but like you could go the other route and just be like root and be like uh you know just give me some fucking minute man two pump jump give me my dick back you know yeah yeah that if way you were gay that way that way i don't even fucking know what it, that, that that that's the then I, I will never know what it's like you know what if you get banged out Get your dick back, and all you want is a pussy. <laughs> That's a danger. See, all Just right, no, now, now that guy in a Target parking lot. Now I'm flipping. Waiting for the back. Target G to come back to my pussy. <laughs> You're trying to recreate it every night. You know what I mean? <laughs> Throw the in money G- in the in the in the fountain at the same time. Maybe it'll come back again. Because I I think I changed my answer. If you if you get fucked, and you really like it. And then and you can't have that genie come back. Then you forever will be. It'll be the forbidden fruit. You'll be chasing the high of the time you had a pussy. So Dude. give me the worst sex of of a vagina's life, bro. I'd because have. I don't even want to be thinking about that shit again. I'd have dude in a bear hug. You know, it's like don't let it come out yet. Don't let it come out yet. I'd have it fucking wrapped up. <laughs> He's tapping out. <laughs> like nah, dude. Once it's out, mama. Once it's out, I turn back into a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Do we have one more? No, no. we don't. No, we're that's done. It. That's it. We're done. Ashton Kutcher's on the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this ad is brought to you by 3Chi. 3Chi has once again revolutionized the game, this time with a new line of Delta 9O. Products. It started out with Delta 8 and then Delta 8O and then Delta 9 and now it's 9O. And uh, it's just another fine-tuned version of the uh, Delta Delta 8, Delta 9 chemicals. And um, I hope we have some of these laying around because I messed up and I didn't bring any. Oh, we got to get our hands on some 3G for this week because we got a lot of free time during the day. <laughs> and oh, I was thinking about just going to bed at night, but yeah, down the, during the day too. Guess well, what? You can do it all day, three, all night. Three chizzies and you, some mini golf. Oh, that sounds like a great day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I man, did that but, once in Montreal. I took like weed, like uh, lollipops and played um, pop shot. No, played, it was mini golf, but it's indoors oh. and it was a uh, glow in the dark. Uh, it was wild. Yeah, that's awesome. It <laughs> sounds like a great time. Uh, whether you're going to do uh, – they have all sorts of uh, candies and edibles. They also have oils that you can cook with yourself. They have drink powders. They have uh, regular old vape cartridges. They've got uh, the gummies. They got it every which way. And with the Delta 9-0, it is the highest quality in purity, taste, and uh, it gives you that – Potent buzz every single time. They are all formulated. All these products are formulated by a biochemist, probably by a guy like Ashton Kutcher. Right. Uh, made in the USA with USA grown hemp. So right now you can go to 3chi.com. That's the number 3chi.com. And they're now giving a 15% discount. This is you got to jump all over this because yeah, three chi five spot. For, yeah three chi knew that they had the goods and they really didn't need to offer much of a discount and people were going to buy it anyway. The fact that they're now offering fifteen percent, very generous of them. So you can get 15, get, get like a six month supply. Yeah, load up now. It's like you get it's basically you get a 
15% discount on your THC. That's incredible. Uh, 3G.com, promo code KFC15, KFC15. You get 15% off your whole order. Must be 21 or older to purchase. Please use responsibly. What's up, man? What's up? No bar. <laughs> How you doing, man? Well, nice to meet you. I mean, there's a whole bunch of whiskey on the table. <laughs> oh, that counts, right? Okay, that does count. <laughs> I'm Kevin. How you doing? I'm We're going to put you here. Nice Hi, I'm Kevin. Whistle Yeah, that's that's our, our choice. Yeah, thanks. This dude, this dude um, stole a bunch of my money. <laughs> what? We talked about the whistle pig. Like, it was his favorite whiskey, and I'm like, all right, so I can't drink that stuff. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, some dude who likes whistle pigs stole all your money? He stole a bunch of my money, and he and, and how how did that happen? He was a swindler. <laughs> you got swindled. I got swindled. You got swindled. You, you, you would think swindled, by now dude. you would know how to not get swindled. I'm telling you, I got swindled. <laughs> I got swindled. Man. What was his pitch? Well, it was like uh, so. I went to this. I was at a Dodgers game. And I was in a box, and it was this guy's box, and he had Whistle Pig out. Listen, let's leave the Whistle Pig out of it. <laughs> These guys are great people. Whoever this, this fucking hustler was, yeah. This guy had like cops. He was like swindled a bunch of people's money. Yeah. And my neighbor was friendly with the guy and was like, uh, I can't. This is not even. I, I feel like this is not a real story, Ashley Kutcher. This is a fake story. I'm telling you, I guess. <laughs> I got, I got swindled by the whistle pig, man. I'm not joking. So I'm the not Dodgers, joking. You had the Dodgers game in a box, and your neighbor who was a copy? What would no, you say? my neighbor was there, and there was a bunch of cops that this guy was friends with. And the guy was, like, swindling people's money, man. He swindled my money. <laughs> and if I ever see that guy, oh, that like guy's going to have a very bad day. <laughs> He's gonna have, it's not going to be a good day. How much did you get be, swindled out of? I, I'm not even talking about it. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like losing 50 cents. <laughs> so I, I'm, I do not like getting swindled. Well. So it doesn't matter how much it was. What matters is this dude's a swindler. And you if, take a dime and, from and Ashton Kutcher. It's a problem. And, and listen, listen. <laughs> If I ever see the whistle pig again, <laughs> and I refer to him as the whistle the pig, whistle, really, yeah, because he kept offering up whistle pig like, this oh, is, I, this is some bullshit. Man. <laughs> You're just writing off his whole brand. No, I'm because of one swindler. No, I'm dead serious. He kept, he kept, he kept promoting the whistle pig. He's like, this is as good as any scotch you're gonna have, any rye you're gonna have, any this. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. And I tried it, and then he swindled me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trick. You get him with the whistle pig. You're know, like, they start throwing the money at you. <laughs> he was right about one thing, okay? I don't know about the rest of it. I'm but it's as good as I'm any scotch you, or rye you're going to have. I'm telling you, this dude disappeared to, like, Mexico with my money. <laughs> really? I'm, I'm dead oh, serious, Oh, when you man. were saying, like, if I see him again, I thought he was, like, in jail or something. So he's no, gone, he's gone. gone. No, no, he's gone. He's in the wind. The, the feds are looking for him. Really? I'm telling you, man. <laughs> who's who's going to who's The whistle pig is on the loose, and he's going to get caught. Someday this dude's getting caught, and I'm I'm telling you, it's going to be. He better hope it ain't me that catches it. I was going to say, who finds it first, me the feds ca- or, or Ashton? I feel like you got like one of those boards with the, the pin boards and the red lines. And I've tracked him down. <laughs> I know where he is. I, I think waiting. I think I know where he is, man. The, but I, the feds are the feds are looking for him. But boy, the whistle pig don't want to run into me, man. Because I'll tell him this guy's going to have a bad day. <laughs>
That's the interview. Get out of here, man. I got to be honest, Ashton Kutcher. I hate your guts, man. Okay. I hate your guts. I hate away. What do you want to do? Because. You want to do something about it? Ashton's coming in here looking for a scrap, bro. You can just throw down now, man. And in the name of Whistlepig. You are. The world needs. Yeah, I see you sweating. Yeah, I'm sweating. I am sweating, dude. I do sweat. I get hot. He sweats a lot. I thought I was making you nervous. You get a little. No, no. Don't flatter yourself. I sweat all the time. No, because you hate me, and then you're about ready to scrap, and now you're sweating a little bit. Look, I can see the beads coming. Now I'm embarrassed. The world needs. The world needs models and actors, and then the world needs smart people and developers and investors and all that shit. You are too much of the same. You can't combine those two things. Why not? Because that's not fair to the rest of the world. Okay. Because there's some fucking... You just need to stay in your lane. Because there's some people who are smart in developing apps. All of a sudden, you're going to get swooped out by Ashton Kutcher and vice versa with the fucking actors. What if I told you that I just don't know what I want to be when I grow up? Then I really hate your guts because you're fucking super successful at all this shit. And you didn't even like... You just fell ass backwards into it? No, I didn't fall ass backwards into any of it, but I just don't. I just don't think that you have to pick, pick one, one thing. thing. Yeah. Like why? But, why? Why? Why do you have to pick one thing? Like I. He, so okay, I went to school. I was studying biochemical engineering. I wanted to be a geneticist. I learned how to code in computer code in Fortran in like 1996. Then some lady comes up to and I, and I did every junior high school play, high school play. I was in the Thespian Society and competed in like acting competitions and things like that because I always wanted to be an actor. But I was in Iowa, and you're in mm-hmm. Iowa, and you're like, what? I, what am I gonna go do? Like local theater? Like I'm not getting out of here. And that's your that's the, the sensibility I had. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna do the sensible thing. I'm I'm gonna go be a geneticist. My brother had a heart transplant. <laughs> When we were like 13 and I was like, I want to figure out how to keep that virus that attacked his heart from going into lysis. By the way, they just figured it out with COVID, which is kind of amazing. Wow. But that's, that is what I was wanted to go and do. I wanted to do that job. And then this lady came up to me and was like, hey, have you ever thought about being a model? I thought, yeah. I thought Fabio was the only male model. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, yeah. I don't fit. I don't, right, I'm not right. that I guy. Like that. Right. Yeah, like yeah. I, I was like. And I was at a bar. It was actually funny. She comes up to me and she's like, how old are you? And I was like, one second. Can I get a beer? Amazing. 19. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then she's like, Do you, have you ever thought about being a mom? I was like, well, no. And, she, and I was like, I've thought about being an actor. And she's like, well, you could just be a good way in. So I go to this competition and I win a trip to New York. I get to New York. I have 100 bucks in my pocket. I got my Boy Scout duffel bag, my sleeping bag, a Swiss Army knife. And, and I'm like, Got here. I called my dad. I'm like, I'm not coming home. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. it. And so then I, like, walked down to Broom and West Broadway every day. Sat at the agency for eight hours a day because I didn't know. I was like, it's a job. I got to be here for eight hours. <laughs> and my agent's like, uh, Wait, you just like sit in the waiting room. I would just sit there, man. I would just sit at their desk. <laughs> I, I'd only ever worked like nine to five jobs. I'm like, you at least have to be here for eight hours a day, right? That's great. And I think my agent got so annoyed with me sitting there all the time, she got me a manager. And so then I would go and sit in my manager's office and be like, send me out on something if yeah, you want to yeah, get rid yeah. of me. Yeah. And then I would go, and then I started working, and then I started getting work as a model. And then, uh, and then I did like a student film, an NYU student film. And then I booked a Pizza Hut commercial. And then I got, I got I flown to L.A. to test for a show. 
And then I booked that 70s show like the first couple of days I was there. That's insane. And then I was just – and then I was working. And then I started a production company when I was 21 years old and had like seven, eight people, 10 people working for me by the time I was like 25 in the production company. And then we and then I saw buffering speeds getting faster and faster online. And I knew from my engineering days that that was going to be the moment that the internet became a real thing. Mm. I was like, we need to shift all of our production to digital production. And my partner and our board was like uh, – and I was like, we should invest in these companies, produce content to build up the value of the assets and then – and not take payment but then grow the capital mm. through the investment in in the companies. And that, and then my the board was like no, and so then I started an investment firm, and then now you yourself, like, I, yeah, and now that's you. what we're doing. That is, see, really- but do, do you not see why I hate you? You're like, so I was a biogeneticist engineer, and then I was like, eh, and then I became a model, and then I got you know that '70s show my first shot, and now I'm a production. I mean, it's an it's it's a bit much. It's a bit much. How much? Leave you, some for how, the rest. How of much us. do you sleep every day? <laughs> Not enough. Apparently, <laughs> well, maybe too much. <laughs> Get after it, man. <laughs> what time are you off today? No, here's what the time thing. Do you finish working today. I, I, I will. T- I'll tell you this much. If you start a podcast, then we have problems. Stay out of that lane. That's what we always yell at the people who are like, um, like you know, f- fantastically successful in something else, and then they start a podcast. You're not. And- you're, you don't hate me. You hate you. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Oh, welcome Let's to get, the podcast. Yeah, that's, the, that's the show. <laughs> okay. That's wait. The theme, sir. Welcome to episode so, one thousand three hundred seventy-five. So I recorded one episode of a podcast. Nope, nope, no, 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 no. And it was called Let's Be Honest, and it was with a buddy of mine, and 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 it and I listened to it, and I was like. Yeah, this isn't good. And then I canned it. So good. there you go. Okay, that's good. most that's how most podcasts I think it's like something like ninety two percent of podcasts don't get the episode two. Yeah. You just gotta keep doing I it. I just listened to it back and I was like, Well, it was good, but I <laughs> I, I would I probably would have gotten canceled had I put it out. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> that's always can't it. because the hard thing I this is what I envy about what what you all do is that the hard thing is you it's easy to have a conversation for 30 minutes for an hour without saying something stupid. It's really hard to have uh, public conversations day in and day out without saying something. So eventually we all say something stupid and the resilience that it takes to be able to do what you do and talk and have these conversations and talk about things, talk about all types of different issues without putting your foot in your mouth. Or with putting your foot in your mouth, but then figuring out a way to get it out. Yeah. That's, that's hard. It's more the vibe. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. These, Thank you. Speaking, speaking <laughs> That's of the getting canceled, thing anybody's ever had to say about podcasters. <laughs> speaking of getting canceled, there's an article I read a while back, back in like 2019, I think, and it was in the Hollywood Reporter, and it's about how social media ended nightlife in Hollywood. Yeah, and you were in it, and it nothing like nothing salacious or anything like that, but it was just like Ashton was at Evar a lot. Or some whatever the bar is called, I don't know. Ivar. Ivar. Ah, uh, I'm not cool enough. It's okay. Do you like? <laughs> do you quick. think that? Do you like agree with that thesis? Do you think social media changed? Because like, dude, there was a fucking. They painted a picture of one night out in that uh, in that article where it was like Beyonce was dancing on the floor, Jay Z and Kanye were rapping, Prince was sitting in the back. That '70s show was in a booth. Like, yeah. was it really that? Like that, that crazy? Cool, huh? <laughs> it wasn't social media. It was. Two, it was really a three-step process. So the first thing, see, we used to be able to go out, and you would just go out, and it was it was, ama- it was it was it um, was it was 
every, the early aughts, like 2001. Were, that age too for you, right? Like you're, yeah, I was you're like young, 21, 22, explode, right? right? And it was like oh. 2001, 2000, 2001, 2002, like right around that time. It was amazing. I mean, honestly, we would go out to the club and it would be like, you know, Justin Timberlake and Britney and this one and that one and the other thing. And it was, and we, we would all go out, we would finish taping on a Friday night and we would go out to the clubs and we would go, I, we would just go until like two and until they kicked us out. Mm. Right. And, but and it would be everybody that you knew that was there and nobody would say anything. Nobody would talk about anything. Nobody, mm. it would, there was no chatter about who did what, where, when, what. You, you would just go have fun. And most of the time... But there was regular people too? Or it's like... No, everybody. Exclusive. Yeah, no. Yeah, it was okay. like wh- whoever yeah, yeah, got yeah. into the club. Yeah. Like, right, 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 you, right. We got fast-tracked into the club. Sure. Which, yeah. and, which was f- amazing. And I will never like discount. And you become friends with the people who ran the club. So there was like a Wednesday night club. There was a Thursday night spot. There was a Friday night spot. Saturdays and Sundays, you didn't go out because it was a little too aggressive. There too was much. too many people out. Mm, yeah. And then there was a Monday night spot. And so, like, four days out of the week, you would go out, and you would always run into, like, and then, like, Hugh Hefner would come in, and they'd be, you'd be like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> then TMZ happened. Mm. That was step one, where, like, when you left the club, you were filmed between leaving the club and getting in your car. car yeah. And that was, like... The first start where it was like, ah, oh, this isn't right. Like this, because uh, uh, I don't, I'm not responsible for myself at two in the morning. <laughs> right? Like I've, well, I've been in the club for three hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you kidding? And then the point and shoot camera happened, and everybody had a camera in their pocket in the point and shoot camera, and that was like, that was when like it was a picture in the club. But you kind of knew who the people were, and if somebody whipped out a camera, they'd be like, nah, not cut out, yeah. Then the phones started to happen, and then everybody had a camera, and then social media started to happen, and then it, it developed. Snowballed, yeah. I was out by then. So when the TMZ thing happened, was right about, I think I was like 25, and I was like I, getting married and like had three stepdaughters. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't going out anymore. But it, I've, it's a bummer because these kids aren't, I, I'm not a is a bummer. These but, kids these days. No, but they're not going to get to experience it that way. No, yeah, yeah no, right. and, and never again. Like it's it's never like it's cats not something out of the that bag. Can, I don't, you know, can never like reset or go cat back to the old the ways. Bag. It is absolutely cat over forever. But it was it was fun. I think they, there is like that. Like the was it, is it Gen Z is the young one? Gen, mm-hmm. Gen Z. They're doing like all the '90s stuff now. Where I guess I read like they're taking instead of taking their phones out, they take point and shoot cameras out. Yeah, so the maybe things maybe are, could develop. Maybe uh, things like are so you know. cyclical. But no, because like, but the, the, maybe the kids are going out. But there's always going to be the TMZ and the people making money off of it. Yeah. I heard that Sony stop. re-released the Walkman. I'm like, that's <laughs> really because <laughs> <laughs> it is. Like, are we going back to the Walkman for dude, real? I get it though, because you're a kid and, and you see your parents like on their phones all the time. You're like, that's fucking lame. I don't want to mm-hmm. do that, mm-hmm. right? Like, wouldn't things be cyclical like that? Like you're always but kind it, of railing against the prior generation. So much worse though. No. Maybe. Tape and a disc man skipping and all that. Oh yeah, remember the, the good remember, old days. Remember when you had to have the audio tape that you plugged into, in, the, car. into the car radio, yes. and then you had the disc man and it would <laughs> jump when you were going. You're like, dude, hold it, hold, don't let it, don't, don't let it skip, man. We, we were just these, talking to these beats out here. <laughs> we were just talking about getting shitty cars. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
and putting in a system with a subwoofer, massive and the, uh, subwoofer, passing, you, massive you had the digital, subwoofer. like uh, you know, thing on the. the oh, it was the we passing. were in Iowa. And my buddy had this Cutlass Supreme with oh, like hell tops yeah. on it, mm-hmm. and he had these massive, massive subwoofers mm-hmm. in it. And we would just drive around the block yep. for hours, <laughs> yep. listening to some DVD, some CD that was like just like shaking everything was shaking <laughs> people talk about how dangerous it is to like be on phones now when you're driving and i completely agree obviously but it's like you think i can't text i used to have a fucking full like the cd like, envelope like right? flipping through, flipping through. <laughs> flipping through. i'd have like my disc in one hand and the, pulling out the rusted in the roof <laughs> yeah. you get like rusted root i can handle it yeah i can handle it we're good <laughs> Um, but I will say, here, he, uh, here's the difference, right? And this is uh, this is like pet peeve of mine. The difference is, is like, yeah, you would be flipping through the thing and whatever it was, but you would never sit at a stoplight and be like, sit there while the light is green for like thirty seconds yeah, and yeah. not move. And I sit behind people. I'm like, get off your fucking phone, man. Let's go. <laughs> like gets- I get so pissed. Like, and there was, there's been like crazy studies about texting and driving. That is actually more, more detrimental to be texting and driving than driving drunk in some cases. I, that doesn't surprise me. At That's all. how bad at it all. is. It depends what level of drunk we're talking about. But like, it, there's, there's like, I mean, get, people, get people just bury their heads. Your phone. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm with you. I'm a, I'm a known I'm, to. I am never not constantly on it's, your phone. Um, it's the worst. It is the worst. Shocker, man. <laughs> Shocking whistle pig, man. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm at the bottom of the list right now. <laughs> whistle pig, man, and then me. <laughs> so the, um, your place or mine. I got a bone to pick with it, and I don't want to do any spoilers with it. Heck yeah. You're so much more in the right. I don't want to, like, <laughs> like, I want to talk about, in like, the film? It's not in, comfortable. in the, in the, the fight, like, what, what do you, what the, you guys main, do to each the other? The main, uh, You're conflict, so much say. more in the right. Like, I, again, I don't want to give spoilers, so it's hard to have the actual talk about it, but you're so much more yeah, right. But, it's, it's interesting you say that, because there are some people that are like, she should have won with the other guy. I can see that too. I can see that too. <laughs> but like, if we're having the fight, if we're gonna figure out here, like, someone gave away like your precious life's work, and then you you went to hockey practice. Her kid got a concussion. No, he didn't. No, he did. He was little, staying overnight. Yeah. He was staying overnight for observation. They didn't think he it had was, one. It was just precautionary. Okay, <laughs> he'll get over it. Uh, look. <laughs> it could go either way. It could go either way. People have different parenting styles. John doesn't have kids, so yeah, yeah. You know, as you can tell. When, when you have kids, it's a you know it's it's interesting because in she basically has my character's baby, if you will, mm-hmm. and I have her baby, mm-hmm. and we both are you know. One's a real one, though. <laughs> Living and breathing. Neglecting versus, the yeah. respect of each other relative to that. I get that. I understand. And as someone without kids, I'm like, dude. And as someone who played hockey, I'm like, <laughs> well, you went to hockey practice. It's fine. It's all right. You yeah, that's hockey? the perfect, like, 
the perfect scenario for you to be like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Played hockey, don't have kids. How many times I went headfirst into the boards? Look at me now. <laughs> On a podcast. Um, I also am like always so impressed in in rom coms when I watch like, and I'm a huge rom com guy. This is I'm I love rom. This happy is to have the, you back. Like you get I you get a, a seal of approval on the rom-com from john and it's like because <laughs> it, i'll tell you what no strings attached one of my all-time favorites so happy to have you back how much did you guys hate friends with benefits and no strings attached that does, does that even when, in your mind no, when that w- should happen when, when we were making it i was barely aware of the fact that that other film was being made and it's crazy because it's my wife and then yeah the, I mean, cra- it's, the craziest thing of all is then we literally lived out that movie in real life where <laughs> yeah. we're like okay yeah. look like we're gonna hang out and we'll be see what benefits and then see what happens and then if somebody catches feelings tell the other person then we'll go shit we then we lived out the movie that we both made that the other one didn't know that we were making <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what's that nuts. should be a movie that's, that's the movie nuts. that's the rom-com yeah like oh we watched the movie let's do that <laughs> you're like we're so dumb like we know how the movie <laughs> ends we read the literal script <laughs> that is funny because there's I feel like people there's a few there's those two and then there's the illusionist and the prestige and then there was Armageddon oh, hold, hold on hold on my wife's calling wait hold on I gotta take this who's this who's your wife it's, it's my wife it's Mila Kunis hold on <laughs> hello hi you're on a podcast right now <laughs> oh she hung up <laughs> God damn it. I was like, oh, I was about to be like, we technically interviewed Mila Kunis. Too. <laughs> you don't think we're putting that in the title. You're crazy, man. Uh, those, there's those three sets of movies that all kind of came out at the same exact time that I feel like movie watchers always like either pit against each other or talk about at the same time. And those things really just do come together. Like, you don't know that another production or another actor, like, no, there's no through the great Generally, like, these, I, I, well, so... I heard murmurs when we were shooting the movie that there was this other movie and the writer felt like the other person jacked their idea and whatever it was. But usually, like, these kinds of things happen a lot. Like, there's two projects right now that are about the uh, Galapagos Islands, right? And they're both apparently really good and interesting. It was like the Prefontaine movies, right? There were like mm-hmm. two Prefontaine movies. Mm-hmm. And then like Tombstone and Wyatt Earp, right? Like oh, shit. Two, those two movies. But so oftentimes like the story surfaces somewhere like – because sometimes they, these the movies, they come from like a New York Times article or a New Yorker article yeah. or like there's some article like the and then everybody – And so there's we, we all have this kind of collective – vibe going on of like inbound of content that's coming at us and then writers get inspired and then they end up with competing projects but i didn't i wasn't i knew about the other movie but i thought it was probably different enough and then i you know i'm like whatever where is it going to be better but I don't know. Was it? And you, did you see both? I, oh, I, mean, I agree. Which one's better? better. Yeah. In fact, you agree. I agree. Your film way better. Yeah. Oh my dude. god. Okay. Hold on. Wait, now I'm calling. Get Mila back. Call back Mila. Call back Mila. See what she. What she, see what no, she thinks. And I, I love the other one too. Honestly, I did. Um, but the. But yeah. No. No strings attached is like one of my favorite rom coms of the last twenty years or so. Right on, man. Thank you. <laughs> it was a classic. I appreciate that. <laughs> what do you think you are uh, most proud of in your career? Um, my career. Or, or your, you know, your life, like my, everything my, you've done. My, my, my kids. I'm just like, uh, like I got, I got my dad hat on right now because it's like mm-hmm. it is the number one job I have. Um, most proud of in my career. You know, I actually think that I was really afraid early in my career that I was just going to get pigeonholed and only be able to do one thing, and that was going to be it. And I'm, I'm actually probably. Most proud of the fact that I've been able to do a diverse number of things and do them well 
and um and not do anything stupid enough to get me like knocked out Fuck of the up. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz we all do stupid stuff. Like it's it's impossible to not go, to go through life without making mistakes and and I I just haven't done anything that was like dumb enough to get me knocked out of the mm-hmm. game. So you can just keep doing. Yeah, I mean I've been, I've been long enough. Like, longevity is hard to achieve. 20 Six years I've been doing this That's living in public, you know, like yes. 26 right, years of like right. having people watch what you do and not do anything that is like offensive enough to get you like whacked yeah, out of the yeah. game. Aside from not know who Harry Styles is. Aside from not know who Harry Styles is. Come on, what an idiot. Like, what, a, what an idiot you are. <laughs> How many times have you had to answer this question? But okay, it's, wait, it's, wait, I just funny. talked about this. I'm like, it's like, hold on. First of all. This is like five, six years ago. Okay, see, I know the article I was looking so for. So that's the year. fair. Okay. That's, that's more fair. That is fair. So, and, and but, but kind of, I mean, I felt <laughs> when I, when somebody was like, no, dude, that's Harry Styles, I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should not. But I also, I don't, I don't watch, pop, I don't look at pop culture stuff. Yeah. Right? Like if somebody asked me, like, what's going on with the Hubble or what's going on with like the latest in like Alzheimer's re- research or what's going on the latest in like AI or what's going on in the latest, I'm going to know, I- I'm going to be aware of that. I don't know about pop culture at all. Okay. Like, so that chat, was it chat GPT or whatever? Is that going to be for real? It is in- insanely. Is that going to replace it? Uh, like writers and podcasters? shit? Can can they, can they do a funny podcast? Here's the thing. Uh, so everybody was like predicting that software was going to take everybody's jobs, and you know mm-hmm. it was like questionable. Like it helped people. Work, it were tools to help people work better. When the question comes about AI and whether or not it's going to replace replace people, it's far more likely that it could replace people. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be thoughtful about how we apply it, but. It might change what people are good at because right now you get a ton of credit if you're good at coming up with like the creative content or like the quality of the writing or the quality of the interview or the quality of whatever it is. I mean you could go on right now and go on ChatGPT Theory and go give me 10 questions that I should ask Ashton Kutcher in an mm-hmm. in interview. You can do that? Yeah, and it'll pop out ten questions that are like legitimate, decent <laughs> questions. questions, right? Yeah, you can, better than anything we've asked them. You sure. can go on chat. <laughs> you know, we don't use it. <laughs> you can go on chat GPT three right now and say, "Who are the the ten greatest Yankees of all time?" Mm. And it'll pop out the ten, arguably the ten greatest Yankees of all time. Like it, it will it 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 is that good. But knowing the prompt to give it. Is the thing that how to use you have yeah. you you have, knowing how to use it effectively is the difference between it giving you an extraordinary answer and giving you an answer that like you know anybody could give you right right, right. and so so uh, but yeah it's the real deal it's it, it's I feel like it's almost like a like a vibrator though. We're like sometimes like use it in in, in addition to like in, in, or but like girls are, are like, you're gonna have ChatGPT whispering sweet nothing. <laughs> okay, well, like, no, no, no. Tell her something more sexy. No, 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 no. Yeah, like 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 more like uh, and more sensual. Well, like girls will say no, no, anything that'll turn her on. Just get her to sleep with me. <laughs> you know, girls will say like like oh, it's like it's great. But like sometimes you need skin to skin contact. Yeah, technically, it's more that's, impressive than that's the guy the that they GPT want to get. Yeah, they so want I think thing. I think there's I think there's a decent likelihood that we went from like the you know agricultural age 
to like the industrial age. And it was like brute force and might that was the king of those eras. And then we came into this like knowledge economy where it was like, you know, just broad intelligence would allow for you to be extraordinarily successful. And it may be that um, intelligence is about to be really commoditized and everybody is going to have the smartest best friend in the world. And at which point in time we might move into like the kindness economy where the only thing really left is like the service industry where being a kind human and, uh, and being good to others and being generous are the most valuable attributes that a person could have. I like that. That's a good time to live. But I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, as long as it, you're not a dickhead. Yeah. Right? <laughs> There's going to be a lot of people. As long you know. as you're not hating on other people. <laughs> the this morning I watched um, your Thorn speech. I've, I've seen it a bunch of times. Dude, I think it's that, that would incredible. Have been, if I were to say what I think your career, like the best thing in your career, is that that's crazy. It's unbelievable. When it panned out, thanks, man. When it, when it panned out, and I, I've seen it a bunch of times, but I think maybe this is the first time I watched like the 16 minute version. Does it piss you off that like half the seats were empty? Like when you rolled in there, are you like, what the fuck? Like, this is serious stuff. Um, did you look at the date? I, it was 2017. So the date that I showed up to Congress to talk about this issue, and talk, we're talking about Thorn, which is a nonprofit that I, helped, I co-founded to fight uh, against the sexual exploitation of children. Um, and we build software that helps private enterprise and law enforcement and people um, find kids that are being abused. Um, so I show up to talk about it and I walk in and I meet with John McCain and Bob Corker and a bunch of other people that were Jeff Kuhn. There, there were a bunch of different senators that were there. And all of a sudden there's like a rustle in the room. And I'm like, what's going on? People are coming in, whispering in their ears, and to it. And I'm like, "This is like a this is like a movie, right?" <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's like, "Excuse me, I have, to, I have to." And they go, and then he comes back, and the next person goes, "Excuse me, I have to go." And they're all leaving. The day I was there is the day that the Donald Trump Russia uh, whole the whole thing dropped on like, is Donald Trump in like conspiratorial oh, something really? in Russia? And was he a part – was Russia a part of his campaign finance and everything else? And so the whole time, both sides, like Democrats and Republicans are like shuffling in and out because they're going to get caught up on what's going on mm, with that's that. That's going to be hard as fuck to give. I'm sure you're I'm used to that on like sets and things like that. That's going to be hard to give a speech while people just fucking like, sit down and shut up. I'm well, talking. I – so I I I was aware of it was happening – but but to me it didn't matter like I because I I've always looked at that work as like life's work like mm-hmm. that's going to be like a multi decade yeah. push uh, in order to really do anything effective and it's kind of like chasing the tail too because there's always more more content that's going to be being created there are people yeah. that are sick that are abusing these kids in these ways and I, I can't stop these people from being sick and so um, it, so we're always going to be working on this and so part of me was just kind of going like. Okay, I'll be back. Yeah, it's not a one day thing. And yeah, it's not a one day thing, and it won't be a one day thing. So, it it and the work goes on, and and we're you know I think like in the last year, there were like five hundred kids 
there, I think there were like 6,000 kids that were identified using our software and like 500 kids that were actually rescued. Wow. Uh, like pulled out of the situation. And I think it was like 2,000 people have like, you know, gotten prosecuted. Uh, and so the, the work man. still goes on, man. Yeah. Um, we just keep doing it. That's, That's really cool, though. I mean, and for someone like yourself who could have just, I think it's very easy to just be a model or be an actor and like live the easy life. It's really cool that you do real shit that like actually matters. So that Carlos Slim has this like crazy quote, and so I kind of I I think that works important. But I it, this this quote from Carlos Slim that like always sticks with me is like a lot of people try to make the world a better place for their children when what they should really be doing is making better children for the world. And so I, I take my role as a parent, like incredibly seriously, but I also like want the world that they live in to be like a place they want to live in mm-hmm. and a place where they're, they're like not being exposed to uh, abuse and that they're, they're safeguards for like really horrible things that happen. So I think it's, that's incumbent upon all of us to like try to do our part. Making us other dads look pretty shitty. <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming. Come we're on, getting, man. We're getting, we're getting the rap sign. Yeah. Uh, but check out Your Place or Mine on Netflix. It is fantastic. Great to have you back in the rom-com Thanks, game. Thanks, And super uh, fun. It's an absolute yeah. pleasure. And uh, and watch out for the, the whistle, whistle pig, pig man. man. Watch out Let's for the whistle pig. Let's make some fucking app to save us from the whistle pig man. Watch out for the whistle pig, dude. <laughs> this, this dude swindled me. <laughs> make sure you subscribe to KFC Radio on YouTube to get all the video content. Uh, subscribe, comment, like, and make sure you turn on the bell notifications so you know whenever new video content drops. I want to say something, but the video has to be fast. That's it.